0: Today, we're telling you why this latest Nintendo Direct marks the beginning of the Switch Farewell Tour. Bye! Bye! That's like Beauty Queen wave the Switch goodbye.
1: This was a feeling we had going into this Direct. We were wondering is it going to feel like the Switch is winding down, mm-hmm. like you can see an end of the road? in the future and i think we kind of did we did so we're going to dig into that and a lot of other stuff uh from this direct today
0: yeah yeah exciting stuff um everything that we do on this channel is made possible by our wonderful patreon subscribers so thank you so much for supporting us you get tons of cool stuff our community was all on the hype train for the direct we were doing playing community bingo and people were making predictions and we had how many messages? I think a record number of messages in our who Nintendo can count? in our Nintendo channel. Right. It was it was a good time had by all um, in the Kit and Krista exclusive Discord. That and is you the only get with Patreon. That is the
1: hidden, unwritten benefit of becoming a Kit and Krista Patreon subscribers. You become part of our great Patreon family who puts together their own events. Mm-hmm. You know, it does these great bingo boards is constantly talking about all sorts of great yeah. things. Um, And again, in addition to the early access, Mm -hmm. exclusive content, hangouts with us, we're doing one of those tomorrow. We are. You get so much.
0: You get so much. So please join us. We are at patreon.com slash Kit and Krista.
1: We have put out, speaking of the Nintendo Direct, this is something that we have been wanting to do for a while. Yeah. Was, you know, I don't know if people know what it's like. For us, when the rumor mill starts going and it's like, oh, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct coming up and imminently. So for our latest episode of Super Kit and Krista 64, we decided to document that for like a week leading up to the Nintendo Direct. So kind of every day we would sort of record kind of like a little documentary of, you know, what are we doing? What does it mean? What do we think is going to happen? What are the rumors? And just like, what else do we need to do? you know, as content creators to get ready for this thing.
0: Yeah, a Nintendo Direct is pretty much like the biggest-
1: Code red.
0: Yeah, it's like, pick up the red phone, it's gonna be big. It's like one of the biggest things that we as creators now have to plan for Yeah, and something that we're obviously excited about and our community is excited about as well. So we wanna do everything that we can to like, grasp tightly that excitement and um but that you know that takes a lot of planning and and it's also like nerve-wracking because you you just you're you know at a, at the whim of Nintendo's scheduling like we have no idea when this thing might drop um so we're really like kind of you know betting on nothing
1: yeah <laughs> Sometimes. so like a small example is so this um this podcast Patreon subscribers usually get it um, Wednesday morning or Tuesday night. Yeah, you know the public gets it Tuesday morning Thursday morning, which is typically when these directs have been happening. So right. we had to like preemptively like we think this is going to happen, so we are going to hedge our bets. Yeah, and put the podcast out early last week, which is right. what we did, which ended yeah. up being the right move.
0: Yeah, but you never know if you're making the right move or not. So we capture all of that, including like all of our behind the scenes, stuff that you never see. Internal that we, meetings. Yes. The secrets Will be
1: leaked and revealed. The
0: secret yes. Kit and Krista inner workings. It's, it's. It's a site. I was editing the video and I was like, this is actually pretty fascinating because I don't remember like five days ago what I was <gasps> oh, why thinking. Why not? <laughs> I don't know because I'm doing... I'm, Get an like, anvil drop on your head? Moving on to... Like, <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not a Looney Tunes cartoon. But like you're moving on to other things. And when I looked back on it, I was like, oh yeah, that was a weird day. You know, like all the rumors and stuff. So it's really fun to, yeah. to have that as like a record of what happened. So check it time. out. Yeah. Uh,
1: this is not coming out for a little bit longer. But we have recorded the 2D Mario tier list, which we mentioned last time.
0: Yeah. We got it into was a even a huge fight. It was
1: even more contentious than we could have imagined. I wasn't sure why you were saying that going into it. I was like, yeah, the 2D, 2D Mario games, I think we're probably on the same page with that. We were not.
0: We were not. Extremely at all. I was so disappointed in you. I still am. Don't look at me like that.
1: Well, one thing we we did get a little bit hung up on certain details of like are these games do these games even belong on the list some
0: of your rankings were very questionable i didn't
1: appreciate and i think we have since gotten some clarity from certain well-informed individuals
0: well yes and no because there are other documentations that were official that go the other way so it doesn't make none, none of this makes any sense at all and some of your rankings were highly questionable some of your scores. I don't know. Uh,
1: so please look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, who Mad. knows what will actually be in the list? You're going to just, you know, do, you, you love censorship. That's what you're about. I'm
0: not censoring anything. That's what,
1: that's what you know, Krista with a K, it's, a, it's censorship with a K. <laughs> like, like we're in Mortal Kombat he or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what this will be? I, don't I certainly so won't know. I haven't
0: even edited, I haven't even attempted to edit this video yet because I'm still kind of <laughs> mad and I feel like I'm going to like throw my computer out the window as I like try to edit it. Uh, so that's we'll a great,
1: see. it's a great segue we'll to, the, to the last thing on this little intro list here which says goodbye Krista. Bye. <laughs> Farewell.
0: Farewell to the Switch. Farewell will, to Krista. When will
1: we see you again? I don't know. So what's we'll going, you, what's going on we'll with you? We'll
0: see you for Switch 2 in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I will return when Switch what 2 is, is two announced. What is happening to you? Um, I am going on a big trip coming up, which is another reason why we were so happy that the direct happened before yeah. I left. Because I'm leaving literally, uh, I, well, I'm gone. By the time you see this episode, I will have disappeared. Um, but I am finally uh, going back to China to visit my family, which I haven't seen since before the pandemic. So yeah. it's been a long time. I, I miss my family, my grandmother.
1: Your grandmother is how old?
0: 97. Wow. Wow rolled
1: that is an achievement
0: (laughs) yeah i know my family has like good genes i think um so i'm gonna go and see my my family and spend some time in china um i'll also be going to hong kong and singapore as well and one of the things that you did when you went on your big trip to taiwan this summer is like try to find like what gaming is like in these other countries get into
1: the gaming scene
0: yeah so i'm gonna try i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna try to shift to Get a sense of you know what gaming is like in in all three places that I'm going to be going to Hong Kong, China, and Singapore, and we're gonna we're just gonna see what happens. Yeah, it's that's wonderful. Gonna be fun. I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm really excited to see my family, and uh, but the podcast will continue on. Of course, of course, nothing can stop us from
1: literally nothing will change um, yes. as, as far as people can tell.
0: Yes, We've, exactly. we have
1: pre-recorded a lot of stuff. Uh, the podcast will continue. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you yeah. don't have to react to a Nintendo Direct by yourself, so we're...
1: You were, terri- you were terrified when you had to do that yourself. I was ready. I was prepared. So I don't... I don't we're, we're different this way. You,
0: we are different. But it's still good that, you know, we got past that I big think so, hurdle. Too. Yeah. So now we can just move on and have our normal, you know, schedule of, mm-hmm. of podcasts every week and, and videos for you guys. So it'll be great. And hopefully you'll follow along and, and see what I've been... What I'm getting up to in... In Asia. we will be there for three weeks.
1: And our Discord is anxiously awaiting the drop of the vacation Krista emote. Where is it? Where is it, though?
0: I need it. I, I'll take it when I get there, I feel, is better. This isn't going to happen. Yes, it is. No. Because then you have, like, beautiful China in the background instead of you, like, I mean, it's with like, a Kirby tank top It's on. like
1: a three-pixel <gasps> thing. <laughs> I mean, now, I'm not sure there's really that much room for details. You can
0: do it. Okay. My motherland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful and goodbye. Um, We are about to get deep, deep, deep into this Nintendo Direct. But before we do, we got to shout out our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Factor. Thank you. Thank you. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up with feel fuel up fast with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You will save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle.
0: Oh man, Factor saved my life last week with all of the Nintendo Direct Prep. I had no Tell time pretty much to do anything. And these meals are so easy and quick and delicious. They're never frozen, two minutes in the microwave. That's pretty much my lunch for the entire week, actually. So I was saved. I was saved by Factor. I was, like, so grateful to have it.
1: Sometimes you don't want to go to the grocery store. Sometimes you don't even want to cook. Like, get frying pan? No. No, no thank you. I don't have time. You just get these ready. You put them right in the microwave, and they're ready to go. And they are delicious. And they also have so many uh, 34 or more, in fact, weekly frozen meals ready to go and like mm-hmm. they said a lot of them are getting you into the fall spirit. Which it's you like love. That.
0: I do love the fall meals. Anything fall themed I'm into. Um they also have great juices and shakes and smoothies yeah. which are really easy and quick for breakfast. I've been doing that. That's been really nice. And it's awesome.
1: You can load up and be ready to go. So, head to factormeals.com slash kittenchrista50 and use code kittenchrista50 to get 50% off. That's code kittenchrista50 at factormeals.com slash kittenchrista50 to get 50%
0: off. 50% off. Wow. That's right. discount. We'll put the link here and in the description below.
1: All right. Let's not wait any longer. Let's talk about this Nintendo Direct... Uh, why don't we start with our just personal highlights or lowlights, depending on?
0: How I think you, everybody already knows how my your how you're, Do they? I think so. You do? Don't. Why are you just? I'm serious? just, just going to remain.
1: I'm just going to remain silent What's wrong with while, you? while you go on this charade here.
0: What is the charade? <laughs> Tell I think, us. I feel like people are already pretty like they know that I love. Paper Mario. People are
1: not refreshing your social media every 30 seconds.
0: Why not? I'm <sighs> um, just kidding. Well, obviously, I had, like, the biggest reaction I've ever had, I think, ever. I think um, so. To the Paper Mario announcement at the end. I really just did not see this coming. Like, that rumor had faded away. Mm-hmm. So, I had, and I had kind of given up hope on that and the i mean we still didn't get the zelda ports but uh i had just totally given up hope on that kind of stuff i was yeah. just like and going into this direct i was like yeah it's gonna be pretty like pretty low-key you know i mean it, it definitely was but that was just like a crazy surprise and yeah yeah one of my favorite games of all time um coming to swish like wow that was I, I seriously i woke up like the next day and I was like, is that a dream? <laughs> is that reality? Um, and so many people had the same reaction I did. Yeah. Like, I was just, we were online and talking to people and everyone's like, yeah, I keep like thinking like, this is for real? Like, this is really happening? I have like a disbelief during that, during that reveal. I just like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was yeah. incredible.
1: GameCube kids rejoice. Yes. Uh, anything else though?
0: Anything else? Um, everything else was pretty, I think, what we were predicting, like we pretty close, pretty close yeah. to what we' were predicting. Some of the updated things, you know, um trailers looked really good. Like we, I think we both really loved the Prince of Persia mm-hmm. um, little segment that they did. That game was looking fantastic, and I can't wait to play that. Um, I like that we saw a little glimpse of the Nintendo Museum. Oh my the, gosh. The shortest glimpse that that ever. was
1: still a highlight for me. I was ready to go on and buy the tickets. You were like
0: all united on, yeah.
1: like, Let's go. <laughs> we're <laughs> going. Give, give me a date.
0: We have no money, but we're going. <laughs> like just backpack your way through Japan. I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean it was like the the teeniest of of glimpses, but it just it's so exciting to know that this thing is. Also another thing that's like, wow, this is actually happening. Is that gonna so be cool. is that gonna
1: be more or less annoying to go to than Super
0: Nintendo World? You know, we are good planners though. We are very good planners. We do a lot of research. We honestly had a really good time at Super we did. Nintendo World, even though it was very busy. We did everything we wanted to. And we filmed all day. Mm-hmm. So I'm very confident in our okay. ability to, to have a, a great time there. Um, yeah, otherwise, you know, things seem pretty like By the book almost, but not in a bad way. Like all of the stuff looked like that's coming up looks great. And yeah, I I I think we both gave this direct like a solid B. Um, But yes. So yeah, I was feeling, I was feeling, well, I was feeling pretty high at the end of it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was on a a definite high at the end.
1: What are your thoughts on uh, Princess Peach Showtime, which is I know know a game you had uh, an eye on.
0: I'm excited about Princess Peach Showtime. It it looks really cool. Like the the different like, you know, transformations give her different gameplay abilities, and I like the variety. It's like you can be a sword fighter, but also a detective. It's like those two have pretty different, like gameplay mechanics. Um, So I love that part of it. Um, Yeah, I you know I sometimes I, I might just have been burned in the past. But like whenever they do these little spin-offy games with a different, you know, Mushroom Kingdom character as the main character, sometimes they can just be like, they fall flat for me. Mm. Like I didn't love Super Princess Peach and, yeah. you know, um, I love Luigi's Mansion, so that's a, maybe an exemption. But like sometimes you're just like, it doesn't hit the same, you know, as like a mainline Mario game. Um, I know this is supposed to feel different, but um, I just kind of keep my expectations a bit more tempered. But what I saw with the different transformations and like all of the different ways that you can play as Princess Peach looked great. And the game is beautiful and colorful. And yeah, I, I'm looking forward to I'm definitely going to play it. I'm looking forward to seeing more, though.
1: Yeah. I am uh looking forward to the developer interviews to see if somebody oh, steps in it.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> as, as, as has often happened. Yes, yes. We've uh, definitely had past. those
0: instances before where <laughs>
1: stick to the QA buddy. <laughs>
0: some, some of the questions they were asking about <laughs> Odyssey and like the whole like force into marriage right. thing. I was like so are you from like seventeen ninety-six or like what I will what's be happening? <laughs> following that
1: part of this game very closely. <laughs>
0: a little octagon yeah yeah.
1: um i liked let's see i was pleasantly surprised by mario versus donkey kong which is a series that i typically dislike but so there were there was a few details that i did not realize in the moment when um they were going through the game so i didn't realize that this is you know pretty much a remake of the first game in this series, which was on the Game Boy Advance, which is a game I didn't play, honestly. Yeah, I didn't
0: play that game either.
1: And I didn't realize that that game is a spiritual successor to the 1994 Game Boy Donkey Kong game, Right. which is amazing. So as, as I was watching that show, I was like, oh, this looks a lot like Donkey Kong 94. <clears throat> and then I tweeted something out about it, and a lot of people fil- filled me in on that. I was like, oh, this is actually... You know, a spiritual spiritual successor, and this mm-hmm. is a remake of that Game Boy Advance game. So that's yeah. that's an interesting bit of detail that I didn't fully realize. Right. The 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 little toy Mario, the little Lemmings stuff. Like I don't like yeah, that. You don't
0: like. I don't. I'm, like I'm not a fan of that. Promises. And they had
1: really. They, I, thought, I feel like they'd over overdone it. So when this was rumored by old Puro, I was like, well, there's something I can just check out on. But I thought that looked really cool.
0: Yeah, it definitely felt more like puzzly and more. um it's just more, like, platforming-based. Yeah, you than, can, yeah. Mario has
1: a lot of moves. There's a lot, lot of ways to get around combined right. with different puzzles, which, yeah. are, which are very which fun. is
0: interesting, <clears throat> and it, it's really cute-looking. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not really yeah. a fan of, like, the whole, like, Lemmings. Like, this is why I don't drive too, too well with Pikmin games, too, because it has, like, that same style where you're using, you know, there's like, group of things to do something for you. I'm, like, not super into that game, that type of gameplay, so I'm glad to see that this was a little bit different um yeah yeah we'll see we'll see what else this game you know will be like yeah i
1: know some people are a little burned at the price tag being 50 dollars. it's pretty
0: expensive
1: i mean i guess we'll have to wait and see what the full yeah scope of the game is yeah. but um uh, what are you gonna do yeah,
0: yeah
1: um i also liked what was that third party game with the ridiculous name let me get the list here unicorn, uh, unicorn overlord yes
0: unicorn overlord looks surprisingly good that
1: looked very good um you know, With but,
0: the weirdest name ever. This is the vanilla. VanillaWare?
1: Ware. Yes. yes. And okay. I have I have enjoyed some of their games in the past. They always have really, really good sort of 2D-based graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also just looked like a very interesting combination of different genres and styles. Yeah. Um that, that looked pretty fresh and new unique. So I'll be excited to check that out. And then, you know, I think the other thing. That was in the Puro league was f 99 and we'll talk about that in the games that we've been playing yeah but um that was uh obviously the return of a big franchise that people had wanted again i think some people wanted something a little bit more but we'll save the full conversation for games we're playing but it's kind of neat
0: it's kind of neat yeah yeah and uh, puro is two for two now and i saw that he's back on twitter two for so. two on
1: on lifetime sentences He's in Nintendo t- jail?
0: He's back on Twitter, so either Nintendo <laughs> ninjas gave him access to a well, again to throw off the scent of him being in jail. Well, so here's the thing
1: about Puro is, like, he was not the—he was receiving information from somebody else. Right. All right. so he says. Sure. So you want to get the source of that initial leak. That is the right. most important thing. Because if, if, if Puro doesn't have that—he's that, just another guy. He's a little bird guy, you know? So yeah. who knows Who knows what happened I'm behind the scenes I wonder why they picked
0: him on as the that. receiver of the information, though. There's got to be some connection there. Maybe put the screws to Puro and that's he'll his, give up his source. That's his bro. Put the screws to Puro. I'm not so, uh, It's
1: uh, bro code. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, Got that, it. That light shined right on the hot, on him. The the hot, hot lights, lights. Yeah, where were you on the night you of? Want this cup of water, don't you?
1: <laughs> the lights are really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think those are a couple things that stood out to me. There, I, I didn't have anything that was like crazy, crazy, OMG, like you did. Yeah. Um, that Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, I have not finished i have played a some amount of that i can't obviously it was a long time ago at this point i yeah. can't i think i i i just moved on there was something else that that took my attention um so i'm excited to go to go back to that
0: yeah i play this game i've beaten this game like three times yeah so i'm just excited to i'll, I'll play this game like forever mm-hmm. i think for like the rest of my life i'll replay yeah. this game so. uh
1: how many games did you pre-order though because yeah. <laughs> that was the key message of big old
0: of, goose egg of
1: this the nintendo jerk pre-order this pre-order that pre-order i did this.
0: i did go on and, and download some demos okay got the dave the diver good going there yeah um yeah i got the f Zero ninety nine 99 obviously because yeah. yeah. i have an nso um account um but no i i never pre-order any games so that's just yeah. not what i do there's not
1: much point um, so our predictions, we have a full video for that. If you want to go back and see what we thought, uh, we recorded that the day before the direct happened, but you know, we were predicting something that was a little bit muted in comparison to the last direct, which was a big and, and full of surprises.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, I think, uh, you know, we were sort of hinting at the fact that it's going to feel like the switch is slowing down, So, yeah. yeah, there were some things that we thought might be there, like Metroid Prime 2, that, that weren't there. But I think mm-hmm. we came away with that feeling.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, I definitely had, like, a big reaction to Paper Mario. But Paper Mario is really, like, along the same lines as a Metroid.
1: It's another remake. It's
0: a, exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying. It's another yeah. GameCube remake. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, Nintendo at this point, they're not dropping in this direct. They have not dropped a single, like new brand new game or anything like that. it. It wasn't like the last one where they dropped Mario Wonder, you know, and that was a brand new game in um, the 2D Mario Yeah, it was all it was
1: all either stuff that we kind of knew about before right. or the new content was a remake.
0: A remake. Yeah. Right. Which is easy for them to for them to do. Yeah. Um, and then we also said that, you know, to sort of fill out their um, release schedule, they'll be really doing a lot with third party. And and they absolutely did that. Yeah. They had tons of small and big and good and bad and weird third party stuff that was sort of sprinkled generously, I would mm-hmm. say, throughout this release to kind of it's almost like masking like that they didn't really have too many new new things. You know, right. They even had like a sizzle reel at the very end, which was just like yeah, they- recapping what you just saw, which were all games. That were remakes.
1: Well, they, typically typically when they do a sizzle reel at the end, <laughs> it's like, oh, here's some other stuff that we couldn't give more time to. Right. So it's stuff you hadn't seen before. This was different. It was recapping what you had just seen. Right. Which was a little strange.
0: And when they recapped it, it was very, um, it felt very like, like obvious to me when they did, did it that way. That's like every single one of these games is a remake and a game that yeah. you've seen before. Mm-hmm. It kind of had like the opposite effect on me where I was like, oh, that's a weird way to do this where I'm not like getting more excited. I'm just sort of having a realization that yeah. they are winding down on the stuff. Yeah.
1: Even on the third part, I mean, um, Tomb Raider, those are remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Contra game, that yep. was a remake. So that is just kind of a pretty across-the-board trend.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, so when we were going into this, we were both kind of thinking, like, what kind of strategic purpose is this direct serving nintendo they're not just releasing directs cuz they want you to pop on not because on it them. not
1: because it's september oh my gosh we need to do it
0: yeah no they never do anything right. cuz they quote need they never need to do anything first of all they're not doing <laughs> it to like you know to do fan service obviously cuz they don't care um, they're they're releasing it the, these things at a certain time strategically to for for some business reason And it seems pretty clear to us um, going through this Direct that like, yeah, our initial sort of thinking about, you know, this is kind of the last big focus thing for Nintendo Switch. um, And they're using this Direct to just kind of get you one last push to get you to like buy all the stuff this holiday. Yeah. Yeah for Switch and, and and into the early part of next year. Yeah,
1: it's the final holiday for Switch. Right. So obviously they have a pretty, you know, full um, lineup for the rest of the year with yeah. Mario Wonder anchoring that. There are still some people who will be considering buying hardware for the first time, those people who have, you know, been on the sidelines for seven years for, for yeah. whatever reason, right? and it is good to have a, a sprinkling of games coming out next year just to show like, oh, it's you're, not completely... you not
0: going to buy it and then just have right. nothing.
1: So yeah. I think they they accomplished that. Um, you know, there's a lot of games coming out between now and the end of the year, and they've put out a lot of information on those, mm-hmm. and then there are some notable things like the Splatoon DLC or, you know, Princess Peach or, or Paper Mario into next year to give those people the push it's like yeah i'll, I'll find i'll finally get a switch now I'll finally yeah, and do they it they can
0: probably get like the oled one so that it's yeah. you know it feels a little bit more get the like,
1: mario kart bundle
0: fresh yeah they have they got they got their black <laughs> friday bundles ready to go yeah. um and and we mentioned this before we don't know how many people are aware of this but nintendo's fiscal year ends at the end of march yes so march 2024 would be the end of their fiscal so what they want to do sell as much as possible before march 2024 so that's why we're seeing some of these bigger games um or like more um new-ish games like the princess peach game um and even the splatoon dlc i think they're holding it for that you know first half the first quarter jfm as we say of 2024 you hate that um to really like kind of give that, that time period a bit of longevity after the holiday so like you're not falling off a cliff after the holiday, yeah. sales-wise. And then you basically round out your fiscal year, really strong last cycle for Switch. And then we're thinking like by that point, they would have already announced the new console and we would probably see the launch of it in the summer. Mm-hmm. So that timing is going to work really well for them. I think they're they're doing exactly on that list of checklist of things that that should happen before the end of, of of the life cycle for your most, you know, one of your most successful console generations ever. They're doing it.
1: I just wrote down um the full first party calendar of everything we know um starting from now. So, October 6th, we have Detective Pikachu returns, October 20th, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, November third, Wireware Move It. November seventeenth, Super Mario RPG Holiday. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart Eight Booster Pass, Booster Course Pass Wave Six, and then we get into next year. February sixteenth, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. March twenty second, Princess Peach Showtime. Spring twenty twenty four. When does spring start?
0: Spring starts. Um, Maybe March? March 21st, I believe. So
1: late March. Okay, so that's the Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC. Summer 2024 is Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. And then Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, just had 2024. Mm -hmm. So one of the other questions that we were asking was, is this the last full Direct for the Switch before they announce the Switch 2 or whatever that thing ends up being? Yeah. Well... So they do often do a direct in January. January. Yep. And I don't I don't know now. I think they could probably cobble something together for January that yeah. includes everything in the twenty twenty four calendar and they probably got like a handful of other little things, little odds and ends.
0: They probably have a couple more third party You things could
1: probably too. Indies, yeah. you could probably do that if you wanted. We'll see if they do, if they don't um so i don't know if i don't know if you can say definitively yes that that is but i think they're going to get progressively weaker obviously because there's just at at some point the development stops
0: yeah i i do wonder if they cut the cord though in early next year and just announce that next yeah thing they they might not do like (laughs) a full fledged like all the details announcement but they certainly can do something like quick little first look video. Yeah, A st- quick I st- announcement like I agree. we did for Switch. Um, just to get people like understanding that, hey, we, we are priming you to move on. Yeah. I, I do wonder regarding backwards compatibility for some of these games, Summer for Luigi's Mansion, and then just the 24, 2024 date for Paper Mario. Like, does that point to backwards compatibility?
1: I don't think so. I think, so. I okay. mean, some of these games, they're, I mean, when a new system is announced, it doesn't mean like games stop coming out for the current system. Sure. Like there is still support for that. Even sometimes games are released after the fact, after the new system is out. I think it's just like, well, I kind of feel bad for Luigi's Mansion too because at that point, <laughs> depending on when in summer we're talking about, the new thing might be out. So it's like, RIP. Um, yeah. But kind of it kind of is what it is. I wonder about Paper Mario just having that vague twenty twenty four. Um, knowing that's a little bit more high profile, yeah, you would probably want to get that out before. But I don't know; you never know. Yeah, I, I still stick to my my thinking of <clears throat> announce the new system pretty early in 2024, mm-hmm. and have it come out sort of mid mid year in the summer. Yeah, is my feeling
0: that feels right to me. Um, yeah, I do wonder about these sort of later in the you know after the fiscal. 2024 games I mean, there's only two here honestly um, what they're gonna be doing for that that those transitions are always weird you know we had like for example on um, um, that uh um, Wii U switch transition where we have breath of the wild on both you know yeah. that could happen to one of these games that that's very possible so um, yeah that that might be how they handle it um, but that timing about sort of moving people's mindset over, to the next thing, next year, really feels right, and the, I think this uh, this direct kind of solidifies that. Um, given the type of games that were included here, and where they've kind of stopped talking about new stuff timing wise, like that does point to they want us to move on next year mm-hmm. or something else. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, you know, they haven't said anything, obviously, about the Switch 2. The rumors have started up. But, yeah, this this does feel to us like Nintendo signaling that, yeah, you know, we had a great run. And we still have some things that are going to be cool that you're going to like. But as far as, you know, having another stacked year like they have had year in and year out for the Switch, 2024 is not going to be that.
0: No. Yeah.
1: No. So, Agreed. You can kind of, again, you can kind of see... The end.
0: Insight. You do see the end. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad end. No, not at but all. you do see the end. Yeah, agreed. Um, but even that said, I think we can still enjoy a really solid holiday with our Switch. We're going to have so much fun playing like all of these big games still coming up. Um, and then, yeah, I think we'll, we're all going to be excited to see what's next and, and hoping and praying that it's going to be a smooth transition. Um, and we'll just we'll have to we'll have to see. You never know our you last never know. our
1: last episode. If you haven't watched or listened to that, that was about the ten things Nintendo needs to do to make Switch Two a hit. Kind of a good counterpoint to yeah. what, to this conversation here. So you can check that out if you have not yet.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Final thoughts. Anything else on this direct?
0: I'm feeling good. Okay. About all of it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident that that transition is going to be good. Nintendo is not going to mess up. And I'm excited about this holiday and, and there's some cool games next year and I think it's gonna be okay I'm feeling I'm feeling good
1: yeah I agree all right we have uh, a story time for you today this is a uh, mostly Krista story time I wasn't it's I wasn't I wasn't at thing this that thing. I had to do so how do we set this up so when Skyward sword was coming out <clears throat> you had to you you were summoned to help Reggie with a big event that he was uh, presenting at, speaking at, right. but it was not a usual sort of Nintendo event.
0: Yeah, we. So this event took place in New York, and we, we, you and I were in New York doing sort of typical stuff that we do. We were we were doing something completely different. What was that event well, that we were doing?
1: Well, so he, so Reggie would often go to New York, and it was like I'm gonna be there stack up as much stuff as you can. Like, sure. pack my schedule with things. So he yeah. was doing... Um, interviews. He was doing interviews. He would do these things where he would also go talk to editorial boards yes. at, at, like, major, major publications. And yeah. those are, like, the people who, like, run those publications. So he would go... And the thinking was, like, well, if you talk to the people at the top, that will have a trickle-down effect on right. the actual editors.
0: And they understand, like, editors. The, your business. Right.
1: This. He yeah. was talking to analysts. Like, he, it, it, you name it. Like, he had a nutso he always had a nutso schedule yeah, yeah. and i think this was in like maybe like in october yes
0: it was like leading up to our like the busy nintendo right holiday push. Shocktober.
1: shocktober this is this is why it's called shocktober because it never stops and it's crazy
0: it's very busy in shocktober
1: right but one of the things that he was doing was this event
0: yeah and we were in new york for something completely different yeah um so we were not involved in this event at all um, but basically he was meeting with like a big group of analysts and like, you know, like financial analysts, basically.
1: I think this was like a, an event that was held by like a financial institution. Correct. So he was presenting at that about, right. you know, hey, here's what Nintendo's got going on. Here's right. here's our hot stuff. It was not a Nintendo event. No. Um, he was sort of invited to come
0: speak and at speak it. at that. Right, right. So... This is definitely very different than what we're used to. Like Reggie's used to all that because he meets with everybody. Um, We're, you know, the events that we do, we're mostly with the fans, you know, um, or media, but media covering video games. So media that have a high level of familiarity with Nintendo and just general, they like Nintendo, they play video games (laughs) or content creators that play video games. Um, this was like the exact opposite of that. This is like the boring people in suits. suits. Yeah, like The financial
1: community. The
0: bankers. Wall Street. Yes. No, true. <laughs> it was 100% that. Um, and a lot of people that just had no, zero exposure to video games. Yeah. Like at all. Do
1: you remember any of the other like companies or people who were speaking at this?
0: There were other like entertainment companies there. I okay. Think Hasbro was there. Oh, interesting. I think Lego, because Lego has a presence um, in New York as mm. well, was there. Okay. So it must have been like, let's talk to entertainment the entertainment themed. themed. Yeah. Let's talk to the heads of these big, you know, entertainment mm-hmm. companies to see like what they're getting up to, what yeah. that means for like the economy. Right.
1: I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a
0: financial person. <laughs> Stonks.
1: That's <laughs> what ston- it's for. Is it
0: going up or going down? <laughs> Is the number going know. up?
1: It's like a role Did playing we game.
0: Did you buy your turnips? Did you not? I don't know. Um... Yeah, I had I, no, no clue. So it was a pretty big event. It was in this like huge, um, like rooftop ballroom of this like fancy hotel. Rooftop? Yeah, it was like, oh. like they had really pretty like windows wow. all around where you could see like the entire city. It so, was an impressive event. I would say probably about maybe like 100, 120 people. like okay. Like a, like a medium sized wedding. Mm. I would say would be the, like, how many people were there. Okay. Um, And uh, obviously, again, it was just, like, very... It, it felt stodgy. Like, when I walked in, it was just, like, very quiet. Yeah, Like, yeah. everyone's, like, the coffee and the, the, the hushed tones and just, like, a sea of suits, you know? Um. So I was summoned for... I don't know why. Why you? <laughs> because I think it's kind of... I'm, like, I'm not intimidating. And I think they, like, they wanted... This is going to sound... We didn't
1: want to intimidate the Fortune 500 CEOs and financial I interests. wonder
0: if they wanted to make it like video games feel more like accessible and kind of oh. get a- away from... My feeling was that they wanted to get away from the image like only... Like the, the, again, these people Rose. have no exposure to video games. Mm-hmm. So they when they think like video games, maybe they imagine and I don't know if this is true or not true, but perhaps... They imagine that like video game means like that nerdy guy in the basement like playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I think Nintendo um, like didn't want them to have that, that 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 image in their head when they were talking about Nintendo video games because that's like you want to make it Nintendo's all about like, let's expand the audience, like let's let's make like video games accessible to everybody or whatever. So they they're like, who's gonna be tribute?" To, to demonstrate this who, who we got and i was the unlucky <laughs> lucky person to do it um but basically they wanted to give like as part of reggie's talk they wanted to give a demo of skyward sword and it was also um they also had like the gold Wii remote mm-hmm. you remember that yeah that was like very it looked nice it was like very classy kind of thing um, so I, I, go to, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. I, I didn't know that I was doing this when I was in New York. So it was like the night, <laughs> no, be- no! it was like the night before they're like, do you have time at like 10 o'clock to come do this? Like Skyward Sword <sighs> demo. I was like, isn't like Treehouse here. Can you not get the Treehouse person to do this? They're like, no, we, they really want you to do it. Reggie really wants you to do it. Um, and picked by
1: Reggie. What and, are you going to do?
0: No, yeah, you don't say no to that. That's for sure. Um, and they were like, no, the treehouse person will be there to help you get set up, but they really just want, they want you to do it. And I was like, okay. I was working on that game, so they're like, you don't have to do any interviews.
1: Did you have a speaking role at all in this? I did not. Okay, that's good.
0: Yeah, I did not. There was just like. That
1: would have been much more. Well,
0: I mean, I had to like talk through the the demo. Oh, you did? Yeah. Like I had to like. You had to
1: talk talk talk. while you play.
0: Yeah, like describe what I was. That that can
1: be hard sometimes. Like a let's
0: play. It's basically like a let's play, but live. With bankers. Weird (laughs) Um, but I remember, so I, I go in and, um, our boss, who is a woman, um, came up to me and was like, Oh, um, I like what you're wearing for this, for this event. I'm like, Oh, thanks. And she was like, that's good. I didn't ask you. I I didn't tell you, I give you much background on like what to expect, but you're, it's, you're dressed, you're dressed appropriately for this. And I I guess it's because everyone else is really dressed up. Yeah. And... Usually, when we go to events, we're very, like, Nintendo is very casual. You know, Reggie wears a suit, obviously. Um, but everybody else is just, like, jeans, whatever. But I, I had, like, kind of dressed up, I guess, more than normal that day. Because I, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I knew it was a financial event, so I was like, maybe I should not put on, like, a Skyward Store t shirt. Good call. And, like, roll out of bed and yeah. go. Um, so that was, like, Okay, Fugue, you're not underdressed for this event. Like, you never want to go... I mean, they
1: could have told you in advance. They
0: did not tell me in advance. Could
1: have mentioned that, but okay. But I
0: was, um, <clears throat> I was wearing this, like, kind of like this skirt that was, like, a little bit full on the bottom. So, like, when you move around, the skirt would, like, twirl a little bit.
1: So, from the 1800s. No, it The one was that cute. has the full, like, cage thing underneath, no, right?
0: No, it was a hoop skirt. She's almost like Laura Ingalls or something. I had, like, a covered wagon. Yeah. But I was wearing like a skirt and um, and then like, I remember because after I did the demo, they're like, oh, someone was like, the way that your skirt was twirling around while you were doing the motion controls was like really cool. I was like, oh, okay. That's a weird thing to tell somebody. But um, I had to get this. I, so I, I did the demo and it was fine. The one like scary thing about it though is be, is that the Wii Remote, sometimes when you're in a room. Interference? The- yeah, like it desynced mm. um, like right in the beginning of the demo. Like, Did
1: you tell all the CFOs to turn off their phones?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> like they did it at every at E3, E3 press conference? Yeah,
0: like the media that were covering your yeah. event and the audience is definitely going to turn off their phones. <laughs> I did not do that. But it was so funny because I, I was holding like Wii Remote Nunchuck um, and I started the demo and it was like 30 seconds in and it desynced. Ugh. And you know how you had to do the thing where you had to put it face down yeah, yeah, on a yeah. flat surface? Right. I was standing right. in, a, in the middle of this room. And the person right behind me, like the desk right behind me, was, is Reggie. Reggie's like standing right behind me. So the only place where I could go and put the thing down on a flat surface is right in front of him. And, oh, my gosh, I just remember, like, we both kind of looked at each other because I was uh-uh. like, I'm going to make this work, don't worry. And he was just like, you better make this work or else. And But, like, he had, like, all his stuff on the table, and I needed room to put the remote down. You're
1: typically in charge of holding his, gl- his glasses, he, his the phone, glasses were his there. wallet, whatever, yeah, pocket he, change. He
0: had glasses, phone, <laughs> wallet, a notebook, a pen. I think he
1: had his, a, like. 19 Pokewalkers. He has a <laughs> lot of, he,
0: like, maybe a, D, a DS, with, like a 3DS. He had a lot of stuff, okay? And I was just like, like, make some room, dude. What are you doing? And he was, it was so fun. He was like, like, with all this stuff. <laughs> oh my God. He, oh my gosh. I've never seen his hands so fast as to make room for me to put the, the Wii Remote down to re it to the thing. Um, but that was the funniest thing ever. Like, I was just like, oh, thank goodness. Because it was like, nonverbal communication yeah, yeah. at that point, you know? Like you you we you and yeah. me are simpatico. You know what I need you to do. Yeah. And you know that don't freak me out because we just need this to work. You know, and then the thing pre-synced it was it didn't desync it again. It did not desync okay. again. It was about a ten minute demo, I think. The Treehouse person was there too, just in case. So that's yeah. good. Um and we basically like uh you know go through it all and it was it was great like it turned out to be great and everybody was like very into it like the people that had no understanding of like what a video game was or what a modern video game even look like maybe they you know played Mario on the NES or whatever but some of these people I think it was like the first time they saw another Nintendo game since like the, the 80s or 90s you know so it was kind of interesting like people definitely whatever they were trying to accomplish where they're like let me show you what, what a mod, what modern gaming looks like i think they like did with that demo cuz mm. so people were like oh my gosh i can't believe this. standing
1: thing, ovation for skyward a game sword and could you can look
0: look like that and okay that's so cool that it's all like motion controls you know that was like a novel thing still back then and like wow like a, a, a controller can look like that and you, could pl- you can do all of that, when, you know, the sword stuff in, in Skyward Sword looks impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you, you do a good demo, I think people do like think like, wow, this is like, this, look, this is cool, you know?
1: Wii Mania. Yeah. It was still a thing. It
0: was still like quite the thing yeah. back then, especially among like those that kind of audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I remember that event was very strange. Thank you, Reggie, for moving all your stuff so I could put the Wii Remote down to resync it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it was really interesting, but this is what we, you know. We get roped into doing random yeah. stuff all the time. Me, especially somehow. You really did. I really did get roped into a lot of stuff, but um, yeah, that was a fun event.
1: Better you than me. That's my conclusion. Oh, well done. We have a whole lot of games we've been playing to talk about. We will get to that in just a minute. But first, we got to say this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Woo-hoo! Thank you. Uh, There are often many times where you just can't go to sleep because you have so many thoughts racing around in your mind. Will there be a Nintendo Direct? Will they won't? Or sometimes things much more serious than that. Yeah. That is where talking to a better help therapist can really help.
0: Yes. I definitely had the racing thoughts all of last week anticipating this Nintendo Direct. Getting a little bit stressed out. Obviously, I was also planning for my big trip. Yeah.
1: You have had a lot on your mind. Yeah.
0: And that, you know, that that is a real thing to just have all the to-do lists that you have for your day, just continuing to run through your head when you're trying to wind down. And it is difficult for, you know, for me to get out of that mindset unless I have someone to talk to. And that's where I'm really grateful to my better help therapist. And I can talk to this person however way I want to, whether it's just a quick text message or a longer video call, um, anything you know anything on my mind that i just want to like get out yes keep it from rattling around in your head um my better help therapist really helps with that. yes
1: problems big or small it always helps to talk to somebody and they can teach you um positive coping skills how to set boundaries um, and really manage through whatever it is um, that is bugging you and as as you were saying it's uh, entirely online very easy to get matched up with a therapist and then you can do it on text, you can do it on voice, you can mm-hmm. do it on video, whatever uh, feels best for you. So yeah. we use uh, BetterHelp and we love it. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kit Krista today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel com slash Kit We'll
0: put the link right over here and also in the description below.
1: Games are planned. Let's start with F-Zero 99, which yeah. we were teasing up top. Um, we've both been playing it.
0: We've both been playing What it. do you think? It's pretty fun, actually. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I wasn't sure, like, these 99 games is a bit of hit or miss for me. Sometimes I really love them, and sometimes I, I kind of try it out and then fall off pretty quick. Um,
1: sometimes, that yeah, it can be surprising to see what works... Well, or not so well with that In format. That style like format. obviously, yeah. Tetris is perfect. Um, the Mario one, which has gone,
0: yeah, didn't and... wasn't as great as I may have thought yeah. it would be. The, the one was.
1: I, I really I didn't, didn't like the Pac-Man, one. One. and I was surprised. I thought that could be cool, yeah, but no, no, I didn't like that one. But this did. feels like a very good fit.
0: This one feels like a perfect fit, and there's something very exciting when you see 99 racers yeah like, all lined up right. like that and you're like oh wow like we all gonna play this together like, really? <laughs> um, and i like the um that you know they kind of rank you against the the a similar rank and they, they call them your rivals yeah. and if you knock them out then you get bonus points and things like that like that makes it feel like yes i am racing against 99 other people but i'm actually i actually only, only care about these five like it doesn't feel oh. as intimidating. Like I'm never gonna do this. Yeah. Um, I was doing pretty good. Like I was consistently hmm. like in sort of like the top twenty five ish. Yeah. Um, so the like, you know, learning how to play again. Um, I, I was never a huge F zero player, yeah. but like just learning, like the the nuances of of F zero and like. You know, going to those um, pit stops to, to charge up mm-hmm. um, your power again, and like the the cool little boost that you can do where you get on the little highway above, yeah, yeah. like um, that was very accessible. It was like very quick. Like you, a couple tutorials, and you're like ready to go up against people. So I really like that yeah. you can like easily just jump into it. But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I think it works
1: because it just feels like. You know, those later F-Zero games, they did start to have a lot of computer characters out there. So um, it doesn't feel like they're really changing up what F-Zero is. It's just you're just playing with a lot of people, and it's a lot more heated because you know that that's a real person that you are competing against. Yeah. And um, I think the aesthetic for this game is super good. It obviously—it's one of those things where it's like— I think that's what SNES F-Zero looked like, but it's totally not. It's not. not. But it's they have maintained mind, that that 16-bit feel and vibe, but, but, but made it work in more of a modern context. Right. I, I also really like how they're using in the menus like a lot of the classic F-Zero artwork. Mm-hmm. And you can customize your ship a little bit, um, different colors, different sort of like you know little stickers that you can yeah. put on it, which is
0: Very cute. super
1: fun. So I think they've nailed all the original music is there. Yep. And yeah, like you said, like the way they start it off, it's 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 kind of like if you're on like like the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza, Yes. where it's like
0: f- it's way more fun than you that.
1: start with just like everybody on the same starting line, yeah, and then it and then slowly, slowly narrows, like funnels
0: you in. I guess I love it, that. they're
1: giving you know everybody a fair start, and then you sort of jump on the track, and then you start going around and around. Yeah, and yeah, I, I had a couple that were in the top twenty-five. I haven't had one. I I haven't. I've like, not
0: won. Anything. I haven't
1: missed out. On the ranking, I haven't had my ship explode, which seems, yeah. that's a real concern.
0: Yes. Um, got to get those pinstocks. Because
1: there is a lot of risk-reward because you only have one bar that's your life bar that is also your turbo bar. Right. And then you can do the spin attack, which is from later F-Zeros. They've incorporated it yeah. into this. But you got to, I think that might do... Take you down a
0: tiny bit. I think it does because um, every time you hit another vehicle, yeah, it takes you down a little bit.
1: Right, right. And then that thing about the the sort of transparent like stairway to heaven thing. Yes, that's new. These um, ships. So that's that's something I didn't expect. Was in addition to the ninety nine ships, there's like computer ships out there too. Yeah, and some of those are like bomb. Like if you hit them, they explode. Right. So that can really hurt you. But they're dropping these sort of like gold gold bits, and if you max out another bar with those gold bits, you can
0: you can do that. Yeah, and
1: that's a good way to get ahead because sometimes it's so congested, like you Mm -hmm. can't. You just need. It's hard to get through.
0: You need like that little bit. And then, and then you can sort of get a little breathing room, right. which helps so much. So right. using those, that strategically has definitely saved me a lot of times. I also like, you know, how you can vote between the two tracks yeah, in the beginning, yeah. so it's fun That's to fun. see like what. And they have all the classic tracks, you know, the Mute City yeah. stuff in there, and it, you know, it just if it's a really good mix of like, oh yeah, this is totally. A, maybe what i remember from f-zero back in the day but like it's very modern and, and really fun did That's you fun try of it.
1: the team battles i did of? yeah a
0: little bit yeah i don't like them as much as yeah, the, the yeah. classic you know the because there's race. so
1: many people it's hard to feel it's like you're s- having you're
0: actually on a team. an impact right right yeah
1: yeah and then they do have these sort of like time-based events these the the grand prix's yeah which are sort of like multiple races strung together and you need to get those, like, tickets to be able to yeah. enter into that. So I think there's a lot of potential. If I don't know if they'll just continue to do these Grand Prixs um, or if there's other sorts of events that they can weave in
0: mm-hmm. to
1: that format. But it feels like it's a great start. I mean, it runs super well. You never know with these NSO things. Yeah. Um, I haven't
0: had any issues with this connection or anything like that. No,
1: so. and everybody seems to be. There's nobody who's, like, you lagging know, or, bop, 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 yeah, lagging across the map. Being...
0: Flying by, so, so it
1: seems super smooth, super good. So this is a great little addition. Um, I think everybody's, you know, reasonable fear is like, well, this will be here for three months, and then I'm they'll of pull that the plug.
0: Too. I hope not. It's so good, it'd be such a shame. Well,
1: I mean, Tetris 99 is still there, but I think there's still a big audience playing Tetris 99. So yeah. it kind of comes down to like, are people playing this,
0: right? Or not? People will be. I think it's with pa- I think with Pac Man,
1: you know, they just had to look at the numbers and be like, well, this isn't working, so right. we're not yeah. going to keep putting the bill for it, and then with Mario, there was the whole weird anniversary...
0: Yeah, that was done. That made no sense, thing, and no one could so, explain that to us, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a lot of excitement for this, so... And and I could see there being, you know, a, a long-term community that, that comes around it. Yeah. So I am, I am excited um, to see what, what comes of this longer term. I thought it was interesting they called it... They just straight-up called it Battle Royale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a pretty I mean, it's descriptive what it is. term. Yeah,
1: it is what it is, um, and I guess that's what you know Tetris 99 is. It's, it's interesting that like so many people have tried to do a battle royale and mm-hmm. kind of failed because it was so samey to what you know Fortnite or, or other games were. That you know, I guess this is technically the same idea, and, and it is successful. It's done in a Nintendo way, so that's that's pretty neat.
0: Yeah.
1: So that is F099. And uh, apologies to our video viewers. We had a little technical difficulty there. Yes, good um, thing I checked. The rupee mirror. Paying, Saves paying the dividends. Day. Yes.
0: Saves the day.
1: A little issue with the camera there. But we're back. We're
0: back. We're hopefully
1: back. for the rest of this episode.
0: Yeah, I'll
1: keep an eye on it. <laughs> uh, next, Starfield, a game you have now
0: finished. I have finished Starfield. Oh, good. Woohoo. Well,
1: finished. Well, the main story. I
0: finished the main story. Yes um yeah that that ending was pretty interesting like you and i both talked a little bit about this last time we talked about starfield which was the ending some of those missions were really difficult i had to do what you told me to do which is to put the difficulty down to very easy there were some ship battles there was they do
1: drop a mandatory space battle which for me it was a bit jarring because I'd been avoiding most of those so I was yeah. not like really
0: prepared to like, Ready for that? <laughs> yeah, I had a quite a hard time with that. Yeah. And I had to I really had to go back and kind of upgrade some of the the missiles and the lasers on my ship and upgrade the shields a little bit like I had to buy some new parts just to get myself up to snuff because I didn't expect to have like a major, you know, starship battle like end game yeah um it, it was very challenging so got through that um the, the last bit of it too was was pretty hard um one thing i do really like about this game is that you can use um, persuasion yes as a way to get you out of some like really hairy situations with with combat and for that last boss i persuaded my way out of it you're lucky. So I didn't have to do it.
1: That's a, that was a very, that fight you did not love. That was a very hard boss battle that I didn't like. And that was the one where I ran out of ammo and was down to my last health pack. Oh,
0: and was no. very stressful. But yeah,
1: I, I have seen playthroughs where you just like hit the, hit the checks and, and you sail through and you, you get the thing that you need to get to finish the game. And there's no fight at all. That's
0: exactly what happened to me. I, I went through that whole like sort of that end portion of it. There's still battling that you have to do to get through um, to the boss, obviously. But yeah, I didn't have to do the boss fight. I was so happy because I'm not good at the combat. Right. I, I've been saying this for the entire time I've been playing this game It's combat is not my strong suit. I try to avoid it if I can. Um, so I was so happy. I was like, yes! And then yeah, the, the end game is really interesting and it it, it kind of puts you right, right back quickly into New Game Plus and New Game Plus looks fantastic. It's
1: really cool, yeah. And
0: I'm so ex- excited. For that part, um, I'm going to play this game, I think, when I'm in China on my vacation, like the cloud thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to check out New Game Plus because now my character is like really awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you how you're feeling now that you finished it about continuing to play and, and doing some side stuff. Like I've sort of put it down because I'm playing Baldur's Gate, but um, sounds like you're still going to keep going.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to try out what that New Game Plus is with yeah. my, my fancy character. So. Right. Um, yeah, I'm excited to check that out. But I, I also did put it down, did a little break um, from it to play some other stuff before I, I leave behind all my consoles for three weeks, my beautiful consoles.
1: I did very graciously give you, you not even loan you, forever. You can have it.
0: Wow. My
1: backbone. Thank you. So you can do stuff on your phone. Yes. I love the backbone, but I am going to be getting the new iPhone, which yeah. has the USB C, and this does not have that adapter, so it's kind of useless for me now.
0: Exactly. Um, we were trying it out before we started recording. Yeah, this feels pretty good. It's a so. super
1: nice device, but that, 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 that kind of stinks that that can get hung up in those generational it does, upgrades because yeah, you got to plug so it into the
0: Lightning thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah. you can enjoy it.
0: Thanks. Yes. I will. Um, uh, I have
1: not played A lick of Starfield since I finished it because I've been caught up with other things but yeah, yeah eventually I will come back. Yeah. Uh, Fae Farm, you've been playing more Fae Farm? I
0: have. I have been, I know,
1: It's another game I have not touched this really. Oh this really? Yeah. My,
0: my daytime game? I've been doing oh, it. Oh yeah, it's the daytime. My daytime game. Right. Um, Fae Farm has been my respite during this like extremely stressful and busy week so I'll like during like you know, my quick little break or like right after I finish working for the day I'll like play maybe like 30 minutes of fey farm just to like try to relax my mind a little bit and it's just it's nice it's actually they do not weaponize coziness as you said last week um they it is just cozy and it's nice and relaxing and i'm, I'm still kind of doing sort of the tutorial main quest kind of things i did do one of the little dungeon crawly battles yeah like combat things to get some resources Started to um, upgrade my tools. Um, the fishing in this game is strangely challenging. Oh really? Yeah. Which I was like, oh, this is a little bit different. Like I didn't I, expect the game, the actual gameplay mechanic of it to be like.
1: I, I appreciate. Harder. I kind of like it that they did something different than just Animal Crossing. Yeah, fishing. me too. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Okay. i I've,
1: I found the hard thing is to get the fish to bite. Yeah. Once I've got it, it's it's okay.
0: Yeah yeah
1: they seem a bit picky
0: it is very uh like you know pressure on pressure off kind of thing so um yeah i i appreciate that like some of the stuff is just a little bit more difficult um and so it feels a little bit more rewarding i guess yeah the way the
1: fishing works is um when the fish bites you can hold down a button to pull it in but your your line will turn red if it's at a risk of breaking so you have to know when to like let go and let it cool off.
0: So, like real and fishing. And keep
1: keep reeling it in. I, I wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> it's like real fishing. Okay.
1: Um, and, yeah, there seems to be a good variety of, of fish out there. So, yes. it is nice. Again, like, they could have... There are so many games that just bite the Animal Crossing. You're like, well, this is how you do fishing in a game like right, this. It's, it's right. nice that it's something different.
0: Exactly. No, I really like... I really actually like that, too. I, I do like that there is a tiny bit of sort of challenge overall in this game. You know, not... To the point of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, really struggling it's to
1: frustrating,
0: get but through, like, this combat or, yeah. like, fishing or whatever. But it just feels very rewarding when you actually do a thing. Because it was, like, a tiny bit hard for you to do it, you mm-hmm. know? So that, that feels that feels right. That feels good to me, you know? I yeah. like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to Fae Farm going to be, like, my big—I I got some demos that I'm going to try. I got the Sea of Stars demo that I'm going to try out on the plane. I got the Dave the Diver yes. demo. Yeah.
1: What is your so? What are your big your travel plan wise for gaming? What yeah. What are you looking to get into? So
0: I'm definitely going to be obviously um, playing a lot of games on Switch um, as the easiest option. Farm's going to be a big in for me. Um, and then those demos that I downloaded, if I like Sea of Stars, I might just continue on with it too.
1: Another nice thing for, uh, for Fae Farm, for specifically like being on a plane, you know, it's not tied to your actual time. Yeah. There are things in Animal Crossing where where I've literally done everything I can in in this day. Yeah. And unless I want to time travel, like I can't really do anything. Right. Whereas Fae Farm is on its own clock. So you can just keep going forever.
0: You can keep going forever and you can like end your day to like start the day If you're ready, yeah. If you're ready to like just refresh it kind of. Right, right. Which is really nice. And then, yeah, I'm planning on, so I'm planning on bringing my controllers
1: because I
0: can probably play, um, I'm planning on playing more Starfield. Yeah. Like through the cloud. I think I can do that pretty easily um, on my iPad. Like on an iPad. Yeah, I have it on my iPad. So, and then PS5, like you and I both been kind of like sucked into Baldur's Gate recently, and I'm, I'm a little bit heartbroken to leave it behind. what I said would happen. <laughs> I know, but I don't care. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> glad that I was able to play a little bit this week, and I still have a couple more days that I can get, dig into this game a bit more, and I'm yeah. getting like, I'm, I'm really into it right now, so um, I don't know if I want to leave my PS5 on for That's three week. That's the weeks. problem, yeah. Even in sleep mode, I might not make it, I know, it's, it's
1: a long time to just have it do, do it. Do you want to go to my house and turn and it on and turn it off every no, day? No, I don't. You don't? You call me. I'm ready to play. No, right. Can you go turn it on? Can you
0: go turn it
1: on. You yeah, I wish there was some option to just remote to boot the system.
0: It won't let you. Though I guess you, that's though. too much to ask. I don't know. Yeah, it won't let you. So yeah. I'm wondering it's what I bummer. should do with that.
1: So are you? Are, you you may be bringing an Xbox and a PlayStation controller with you.
0: Well, am I might not it, bring the. Am I might not bring the um the PlayStation controller because if I were going to play. PlayStation, I would just use the Backbone for that. Yeah.
1: Um, is this a dumb question? You know, all those controllers now, this is a nice thing about all these controllers, they all sync to an iPad or, or other yeah, whatever the device. Yeah. If you're playing remote play, do, could you use the Xbox controller to play the Probably. PlayStation game? Because it's just like, well, this is a, con- it's a. just a controller.
0: It's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely going to bring my Xbox controller. Yeah. 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 Okay. I not bring the DualSense because... I don't know. I don't know. I have to yeah. decide. I have to decide. Um, but then I do have the backbone, so I can always boot up my PlayStation on that if I needed to. Anyways. All right. So that's what I'm thinking. But I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can still get into more Starfield while I travel. That's a good idea. Yeah. That one is like, now I can do the New Game Plus stuff, right. you know?
1: Right, right. That's, that's a good call. Well, the reason I've not played any Fae Farms is I'm completely sucked into Baldur's Gate 3, and I just don't have time for anything else. Um, I'm probably probably 20 hours in now. This is one okay. of those games that hours just melt away.
0: It really is. Like, like, to, like, to
1: an alarming degree.
0: It's kind of scary. It's
1: a major time if I suck. If I didn't
0: have any sense of responsibility, I think I could play this game all night. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would think just so. not sleep. This sleep. It feels like one of those games. Yeah. There's something about the, the gameplay loop where the battle, even the battling feels, it's kind of like chess-like. Yes. So it's not like super like you don't feel like super stressed out. it's very move move I mean it's it's hard, but it's not like Elden Ring where you're like
1: yeah. grasping yeah, yeah, the yeah.
0: controller and your hands. It's are at sweaty. your own pace. You're pa- you're pacing it, right. yeah, exactly. Right. And then like that exploration and then the, the soothing guitar music. The music is
1: very good in this game. It's so
0: yeah. good. Yeah. And, like, you're just, like, listening to, like, the nice woods and you're, like, listening to the cute little dialogue with the characters. And you're, like, and the narrator comes on and says a thing to you. And something very relaxing about it. Hmm. And then all of a sudden you're, like, oh, my God, four hours As to you're
1: bludgeoning a goblin into submission.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not really bludgeoning.
1: Back to the character select screen we go.
0: Woo-hoo! <laughs> I definitely spent a lot of time there. Yeah, I think this game
1: really nails, like, the feeling of going on an adventure.
0: Yeah, And I've right. been
1: thinking also, like, well, you know, the latest Zelda games, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, also do a really good job at that mm-hmm. in in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, Zelda is a bit more action-oriented, where you're, you're running and jumping, climbing things. Yeah. But you do just have that sense of, of discovery and stumbling upon things that you didn't expect. But this game really does, too, but it sucks you in in different ways. Like you'll find something you think, oh, that's just like an insignificant little whatever. And then it becomes like this whole two-hour side story. Yes. With this incredible engrossing story and all these choices that you're making. Yeah. And it's it's like, wow, there really is something to discover like everywhere. You look, I'm still on the first area. Me too. And I always think like, okay, I've done it all. But then on my way, I get distracted. It's like, oh my gosh, there's this whole other thing mm-hmm. that I, I had no clue even existed. The
0: other thing that's really and cool. And I want to do it. I know, I do want to do it too. A yeah. lot of
1: times it's like, whatever, I'm just moving on.
0: Right, like, this I'm not. This is not appealing to me. Or I'm not, like, right. incentivized. Yeah. But I'm incentivized to do, like, a lot of stuff. Um, the other thing that I really love about this game that really feeds that sense of discovery and rewards you is that the environment is so interactive. Yes. Like, you're just walking along, hanging out, you know, poking around, and all of a sudden you stumble across something that's like, oh, like, you know what is that? Is that like a crack in the floor? Like why? And then you like fall through the floor and then like something (laughs) happens to you, you know? Or like, you know, you, you come to like a locked door and and there's like somebody behind the door and and you're like very, curiosity is like very much fed in this game in a really interesting way. And that has happened to me like every single time I played, which is like pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I've been like sucked into one of these things. I came, of the I came up to
1: came up to a lock there where there were some questionable sounds coming out of oh. it, and I tried to open it. And one of my party members was like, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." <gasps> I did it, and I'll tell you later. Hey!
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. This game, is, this game is sexy. Let me tell you, it's very sexy. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into um,
1: it. Another big update for me: I have reclassed. Aha! Uh-huh. I am no longer a barbarian. I am now the fighter. I have become yes. the the most generic class okay. in the entire are you still game. A dwarf. Oh yeah, I can't change that. Okay. <laughs> once a dwarf? What's a dwarf? Always a dwarf. Cute
0: little, cute little yeah, legs. I, can't I, move that far.
1: No, because I got an item that extends my movement.
0: Uh huh. So
1: I, I'm I'm kind of like back to average with the movement.
0: Okay. No
1: no more little dwarf legs holding me back.
0: Cute. <laughs> the dwarves are cute. With you.
1: The barbarian um, just had some specific mechanics that I wasn't super loving because it felt like you had to do this every big encounter and it's like I just I just want something a little bit more straightforward so that's what the fighter is okay. otherwise it, it's it's pretty similar and it's still really you know holds up well in combat
0: I have a fighter in my party and she oh. is very um very effective like
1: is that the lady who I left in the cage perhaps you, you did yeah
0: I really like her because I um I'm a uh, wizard, of course.
1: Uh huh. What kind um, of a wizard, though? What nineteen variations of wizard did you choose?
0: I am a con... no wait, no—the one that does like all the elemental spells. Okay. And I am a half elf. Yes. And um, so I, I'm a range character, obviously. So it was really nice to have um, a fighter in my party to mm-hmm. do like the melee stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I like her a lot. She's very yeah.
1: I have so there's myself. I now have another character who, ironically, is a barbarian, who I like having as, like, a secondary character. I okay. like that. So there's, like, one other big, like, melee person.
0: Nice.
1: I have the other character, which is the um, vampire elf.
0: I have the vampire elf, the rogue.
1: He Oh, yes. And I have him classed as an assassin. Eventually,
0: you'll get to
1: specify even more yeah, for him. He's very useful. He's my love. MVP so far.
0: Okay, yeah. Because
1: I, I'm learning so much about like the range stuff being yeah. really valuable. I'm
0: my own MVP because my range is and significant.
1: he has a very high hit. The hit percentages in this game... Are probably lower than you expect. It's
0: very, even I, I've never had a hundred percent hit percentage
1: in like a fire emblem game. Like anything less than ninety, I'm like, I'm not risking that. And this, it's like, it's a lot of like fifty percent. Like, I guess, yeah, because I don't have a better, I don't, I don't really have, have a better, have a better, a better options. Option. So you yeah. just have to roll with it. But but this guy, he hits at a pretty good clip and gets a lot of criticals. I like
0: his um, stealth range move. Right. That's a very powerful. And
1: he can just vampire bite people to get health back that's true that's that's helpful and then my other character she is um cleric a cleric but i'm
0: shadow heart character i
1: mostly just use her for healing and the occasional ranged attack she's
0: she does some buffs that i like (coughs) she
1: uh, she's got some more like intangible type yeah
0: she's not my favorite character stuff
1: there's a lot of spells and i'm like i don't half of these spells i don't really think are useful
0: yeah some of them i'm like read the description maybe if you were
1: doing like a pen and paper and you were trying to really like get into the role-playing aspect he would use those more but it's like i just got to survive this battle
0: yeah yeah so
1: this is not exactly helping
0: yeah i'm still collecting more characters i met another wizard that i benched because i'm a wizard the guy
1: yeah i benched him too he seemed a little boring he
0: was kind of generic so i put him away um in the camp but
1: i want to get that green lady back she might be gone though
0: forever wow (sighs) why did you not go to the i didn't know i
1: didn't know how i didn't know how to get her out
0: I had I did non lethal strikes, so I just knocked out those guys, like so they weren't. No, but she's
1: and she's in a cage, just like. No, you gotta talk
0: to them, and then you basically tell you like convince them to lower the cage. Oh, I killed them.
1: <laughs> Killed them immediately. I think I think I could have like shot it with a fireball or something, but I, I didn't. I was, this is super early in the game. I was like barely knew no, how to I play. I didn't kill them.
0: I I like talked to them well, first, told them to lower the cage, and then I bludgeoned them to to like they were just like <laughs> like they had stars around their heads, and then I just ran off with that lady. We're like
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
0: so is your quest really different? Then how are you finding the cure to your tadpole in the brain?
1: Because
0: um, my cure is, like, tied to her.
1: There's, uh, no, oh, no. I mean, you'll come across a lot of people who will say they can help you. Even some guy who's like, I got a, I got a nail right here. Let me jab it behind your eyeball. <laughs> like a, a lot of people will offer, uh, but a lot of them seem bad, so I've, I haven't been doing it. There's some right. other mechanics around that that you'll get to oh, interesting. Um, in a bit that are, that are quite interesting. Yeah,
0: because right now I'm t- I have to, like, do this thing with her, like, pe- her people right. to find... Like, she uh, thinks this is the cure. So okay. I, I'm, I'm going over there. Again. Yeah,
1: that's kind of the main story at this point of the game is, like, you start off, you've been, like, kidnapped by this guy called, like, a mind flayer who's, like, an evil, She's like... She's
0: basically like an octopus.
1: Octopus wizard guy. And he sticks this thing in your brain. And if that's supposed to turn you into a mind flayer in, like, two days. Yeah. But...
0: Somehow you're fine.
1: Somehow you're okay, but you keep expecting. Well, I'm going to be dead tomorrow, so I yeah. got to get this thing out of here. But then
0: everybody else that you meet also has it in their. In their. It's like
1: seventy-five percent of the people you meet yeah. also have this. Yeah. So you can like do like mind melts with them.
0: Yeah, exactly. But everyone is just like, I don't know why I'm not dead yet. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's going on? These tadpoles, they stink.
0: Yeah, I didn't yeah. meet the druids and the like the emerald yes. robe, which yes. is very cute. Right. Lots of cute little animals. Yeah,
1: that's another. So that's another big choice that you will have. So. The druids have their sort of like sacred grove, and that's their like holy place. But then yeah. there are these other like refugees right. who have set up camp right I know, around I'll there. I had to
0: do that. Whole
1: and thing. the druids want them out of there. Yeah, they, they don't like them infringing, and
0: they want the they want to seal off the emerald grove, right? Because they don't want more outsiders. To right. Like so it's ruin like you it.
1: could either just tell the refugees to beat it, and because but there's also like a, a goblin camp. They're like, we can't get no, past not the,
0: even a camp. It's a goblin army.
1: They're like, we can't get past these goblins. We will die. We can't get past these goblins. Um, but meanwhile, the refugee guy was like, "Hey, but what if you just whacked the top druid? And that, and then we did. Did you do that? I'm just laying out some of the options. I'm not spoiling anything of what I did. Um, Will so you tell
0: me after? There's, Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: There's a lot of different variations of how you can solve this dilemma.
0: I want to tell you how I did it because I did that part last night.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I take it you did not take out the goblin army. Let me tell you later. All right. (laughs) So I think I am finally now at a point, because I've resolved that. I think I'm finally moving on to the next area. Okay. And even then, they're like, there's two ways you can go. There's like a mountain pass, which is more challenging, but there's also like underground. And they said that's more direct. But I was like, I kind of would prefer to do the mountain pass, but if it's that much harder, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm in the forest now. Yeah. Poking around in there. (laughs) In the forest. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, man. This game is so good, you guys.
1: This is a legit... Please play. This is legit Game legit of the Year contender. Game of the Year yeah. contender.
0: I cannot emphasize what a surprise it's been. And yeah. how... Like, it, it feels really intimidating at first, too, because I've never really... I, well, first of all, I've never played any Baldur's Gate games in the past. I have not not played a Dungeons and Dragons Do I really want to. Like, if, So, how do I play a Dungeons So, I've been and Dragons looking ball?
1: into that more because that's something I've always wanted to do. I really want to. And so you know, on the on like the game box this is digital, but imagine there was a box. There's nothing on it that says Dungeons and Dragons. No. But I did go to the Dungeons and Dragons YouTube page to see what they had over there. They have so much ball, and and it's it's really smart stuff. It's like playing Baldur's Gate and want to get into Dungeons and Dragons oh, like here's perfect. here's like a dozen videos to like show you oh, like how to do that's that great. like so they they They're anticipated marketing. this and I'm sure that that actual Dungeons and Dragons are getting a big boost yeah because of Baldur's Gate 3
0: I hope so because I've always wanted to like just Join a very experienced game, if only just to watch.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like
0: just to see how they do it. Like I want to like who is like a really amazing dungeon master that I could just like listen to.
1: Mm. Well, that's what I mean. That's there's so many like podcasts that are that of like people going through their game. I've clicked into a few of those. Like
0: Critical Role, right? I didn't find it.
1: I didn't find it that interesting because you might need a lot of back knowledge of what's going on, or it's it's also very it's very long. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I've been thinking that myself. I, really I was like, maybe I should to. buy... So I went to... Um, you're going to laugh at me for this. I went to uh, a Barnes & Noble recently. Oh, that's Because nice. I had heard that Barnes & Noble had this huge resurgence because they're like, well, there's still books, but they're books and other things. And like, are are the other they're things? like, well, it's like nerd stuff and it's like, you know, toys and other merch that's kind of adjacent to...
0: Yeah.
1: Um, ...to books. And they had... Like a whole wall of nothing but Dungeons Dragons.
0: Really? I was
1: like, wow, this, it's like, if you did not have like a dedicated, like, you know, board or tabletop gaming store, like, that would actually be a pretty good place to go. Okay. To check this stuff out and get this stuff. Because okay. there there's just so much stuff.
0: Should we learn and then we can play with our community?
1: <laughs> um,.
0: Or maybe someone in that community can help us.
1: We'll, we'll start that in three weeks when you get back okay. and have completely forgotten that you wanted to do it. <laughs> no, I want to do it. Sounds like fun. You're I've not, not going to play this game when you come back. You're going to get distracted and do something else. Like what? I don't know. Oh I know gosh. how you operate.
0: No, I won't get distracted. You are. Oh.
1: It doesn't bode well. Armored Core, have you played that anymore?
0: I have no, not played that this that's week fine. because I've been playing the four other things. So
1: uh, Mortal Kombat okay. is out. Have you been playing that? I no. I not. Cyberpunk even- is out in five days. Are you gonna be playing that? No. Yes, cyber-
0: no, oh, I I, I. Are you gonna bench Cyberpunk?
1: I may have to bench Cyberpunk.
0: Until ben I'm sleeping?
1: curious to I'm curious how long that DLC is. Because they, probably the, not the, the, main the main game, game was not was that short. long. But they've all I mean it also sounds like they have completely just overhauled the entire game, so it could be a big suck of like, oh let's do all this stuff again. So mm-hmm. I will probably
0: Let's bench it till Thanksgiving. Wait. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's hard.
0: Well, you're still playing. You're going to play Baldur's Gate. For yes, the next I
1: I, I am committed to that okay. for the foreseeable future. Okay. News time. We have one of the all-time great self-owns to start with here. <laughs> oh, man. This is with the ridiculous. Unity fiasco. I feel okay calling it a fiasco because that's what it is.
0: Absolute fiasco. Let's start at the beginning.
1: So we should say we are recording this uh, a little bit earlier than we typically record. Um, there may have been some new breaking news on this. I feel like this is a developing story.
0: Oh, a developing but story? We'll, You're like we'll, a news anchor. There's this kind is of like three story? there's kind of
1: like three main like chunks to this. Yeah. So, they have kind of a new um, monetization plan that's based on charging developers who use Uni- Unity as a game engine, who use right. du- who use Unity in their game per install. Oh boy. And this is quite a change from you know how, how Unity had been currently mm-hmm. um, monetized. And they they had a lot of information that they rolled out on this, but it was rather vague in a lot of places too. Yeah. And it really concerned, rightly concerned, a lot of developers who were saying, you know, this could really upend our financial situation. Right. And it seems like you're just looking to make more money off of us.
0: Because they already pay... A licensing fee to use Unity. Now they're on top of that paying the um,
1: per install.
0: They're calling the Unity runtime fee that's based on game installs and it's right. based on game installs, game downloads, game re-downloads, and even pirated demos. R- demos?
1: Right. So anything that's using the engine that somehow they have a way of tracking they have asked like how exactly are you tracking and And they they, they were totally like don't don't worry about it (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) they don't they don't have an answer so
0: shady they
1: don't have an answer for that so people rightfully didn't like this and you know it was primarily indie developers who were speaking up and putting out a wide range of statements. And a lot of them were just, you know, voicing their displeasure or talking mm-hmm. about how this really jeopardizes their ability to work as game developers. Yeah. Some people went so far as to say, I will be delisting my game. Some really big games did that. Yeah. Um, like Cult of the Lamb. And other other developers came out and said, like, yeah, like we had plans to release things soon. We are rethinking all of this because right. we might need to go change to a our engine, engine or...
0: which will put them back. You know, years of work. Right. right? So this all so. go.
1: This all goes into effect at the start, uh, January first, twenty twenty four. So like, Cult of the Lamb was like, "Well, get the game while you can," because we're delisting it on January first. Oh
0: my god!
1: So some really, really
0: like dramatic
1: um brinksmanship yeah. happening here.
0: Yeah.
1: And. There was also this, this question of like, well, what if your game is on Game Pass? What happens with that? And right. they've, they've come out and clarified, in that case,
0: Microsoft the, the bill.
1: platform holder. So if you're an Apple Arcade or in Game Pass, right. Apple or Microsoft has to pay this. Yeah. So in this case, it's all of the individual developers who are making these very public statements. But I'm sure Microsoft and Apple yeah. and it's also in the interest of PlayStation and Nintendo... They're getting on the phone too and being what? What the heck is this?
0: Yeah, are you kidding me? In more forceful words than that? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, what what
1: do you think? Because it's in it's in their interest to to also have a very vibrant and diverse set of games on their stores. Right. And if developers are either shutting down or delisting their games, that's bad for them too. In addition to having to pay potentially the fees for this. Right. So they're just getting, Unity is just getting inundated from every direction.
0: all the ends. With
1: either complaints, um, Threats of delisting games. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some sort of legal options that are being considered. I think
0: this feels very. I don't weird. know how
1: this is legal because I don't, so like let's say you and I are doing business. You sign a contract for one sort of work that we're doing, and I'm like, guess what? I completely changed it. Yeah. Too bad. Deal with it.
0: Yeah. Too bad. From from now on, every time you talk to me, I'm going to charge you twenty. I don't I don't know, I
1: don't know like, how you what? can just do that. Wait. Unless there was something in the contract, we reserve we the right would, to but completely who would
0: sign a contract. I don't like know. That?
1: I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, I had heard that Unity was really like under a lot of pressure to, you know, start making more, more money. money. Obviously, yeah, this to is shareholder this is a, nonsense a, a push thing. for that. Um, you know, a lot of people are pointing the finger at their head guy, John Riccitiello who was previously at EA when you remember when EA was voted the worst company in America two years straight
0: yes that was when he was there. <laughs>
1: not not your insurance company not like Comcast not like companies that people really 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 have good reasons to hate it was yeah. electronic
0: cards <laughs> so,
1: so that kind of gives you the idea and people have been digging <laughs> up stuff that he had been saying and stuff he'd been floating out of like what if you what if you had people pay for ammo in battlefield that would be cool wouldn't it <laughs> Was was, was he at the financial event with Reggie? Was he there? No. He's got some big ideas.
0: Not not invited.
1: So then a couple days after that, like two days after that, they put out a big statement where they were sort of acknowledging the concerns that people were having. They want to clarify the situation. But this was a terrible statement. This was like so long. It was just like word salad nonsense. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't really allay, answer any questions. It didn't it didn't answer any of the actual questions. It didn't allay It just any reiterated of the fears. what
0: they already said. It just
1: which... more clearly stated, yes, we are gonna scream. Yeah. So <laughs> uh didn't really result in anybody feeling better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the complaints have continued and the pressure has continued and now most recently, um terrible thing happened. You know, there was a death threat that was made and they had to like evacuate the buildings.
0: Yeah, they had like um, some like all company meeting that day. Right. that they had to cancel. And they
1: found out that that was actually a Unity employee right. who had made that threat. So it's going great, guys. Uh, way to go! Oh my god! I know. I mean, I know oh. people are very rightfully concerned about this. If you are a developer, I, I I have to think there's a really good chance that this gets overturned.
0: I sure hope so. With all of the very vocal you know statements from the developers um and i i think you're right that even if they're not vocally doing this i think the bigger companies um like microsoft and sony nintendo like hopefully they're in the background also putting pressure on unity to reverse this um hopefully that means that this does get reversed. I, I do think that even if that happens, you sort of lose so much trust.
1: That's already happened.
0: Yeah. Like, how are they going to get people do you to come trust back them from again? This? I don't know. You know.
1: Unless you unless you say we've completely cleaned house of all the people who and they've right. never even been saying like there's there've been people who've been re- resigning because they're like we tried to tell our leadership that this was awful and that they yeah. needed more information, more clarity about these really important details that they didn't have it and they just went out with it. So I quit. Good for them. So. Yeah. It's, again, one of the all-time self-owns. Unbelievable. But I mean, also Unity is a really important pillar of game development. There's so many games that are made on Unity. Yeah. So, so many
0: games are made on Unity. Th- yeah. So it's like, what, what happens if, next? And you, so what are the other options for you? If um, you
1: were making a game, you basically have to sort of redo, it. almost restart. Like, that's how dire it is to move over to a, different
0: engine. a new yeah. engine.
1: You know, we're not, we're not developers, but we've been hearing what people are saying. And yeah. there, there's no great solutions here so it just right. it just stinks
0: it really stinks in
1: addition to being grade a drama it just stinks
0: it's like the most short-sighted dumb thing ever so yeah i think we'll we'll keep watching this to see what happens but obviously we're hoping for um you know we're, we're hoping that this comes to some kind of resolution that's positive for the developers that are using it to make games Yeah, so, yeah yeah
1: In addition to the Nintendo Direct, on the same day... Of course. Sony had a State of Play, which was uh, not as impactful, I would say, as the Nintendo Direct. I think they're still figuring out the format of State of Play.
0: They really are. Somehow it always lands on Nintendo Direct. This is the second time or (laughs) third... It's happened before. Second or third time this happened. Why does this keep happening? I don't know. Which is whenever you you get the announcement of Nintendo Direct, you're like, is the State of Play also coming next at this point? Which is pretty funny.
1: So it um, made for quite the poppin' day. Um yeah. kind of some odds and ends here. It was mostly third party. They had some Spider-Man, but nothing like really crazy about it. I think the big thing was um, for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. You got a mm-hmm. launch date for it, that. Yeah. February 29th. Does that mean it is or is not a leap year if you're getting a 29th of February?
0: It is a leap year.
1: Okay. February 29th 2024 the game is coming out on two discs
0: Oh, boy do not
1: forget top message for this game on two, two discs. discs they might as well have the colon on Final Fantasy 7 colon on two discs <laughs> should be the name of the game
0: oh so there was a
1: big trailer on that you are a resident I'm so hyped. Final Fantasy 7 expert please give us your analysis of this trailer because I watched it and saw a lot of things I was like what the heck is this what do you mean d- d- no just give just give me a breakdown of this trailer
0: well, it's a continuation of what you played already. Okay,
1: let, let me ask a more specific question. How much of it was stuff that you immediately recognized? Like, oh yeah, that's from the game. And how much of it was, was different?
0: A lot of it was different, honestly. Because
1: that's a big question I have about yeah,
0: this. Yeah, a lot of it was different. Yeah. So I do wonder if they're taking a lot of a lot more um, departures from the original game. And changing up like some very key story moments. I mean, the characters are still obviously there, yeah. you know, but... It does. It does feel a little bit different.
1: So. so I really liked the first one, but the way the game ended—was
0: well, always supposed felt to be part one and two. Very.
1: I, we, uh, I don't. I was like, I. I don't know if I can keep track of where this story is going from now. Well, it it, it started as a fairly grounded story that I had a, an okay time following along with, and it's like we're going to Crazy Town with, it's p- not with part really. two. Really. Okay. You
0: still get, you know, your your villain and your heroes, and I mean, it's not that. All right. It's not that hard to follow.
1: All right. I mean, I would love to keep playing it if it's if it's not you know complete nonsense.
0: I think you you should. I mean, part. I mean, part of, I mean the,
1: the 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 footage they showed looked cool. I mean, it this looks, looks like this super looks fine. cool. Yeah. Like
0: so good. I'm so excited. I want to see what they do with the story. I hope they take a lot of liberties because I think they are. The original story obviously had the big thing. And
1: the way that one ended is not the same way that that segment of the original game ended, right? Right. Right.
0: So it's a little bit different. Yeah. So I hope that they kind of continue down that path of like just, you know, rethinking that. Yeah. But but, but keep the core, you know, of the characters we love and and their motivations and all that stuff. Right. yeah, I, I'm happy to, to see them, like, do more than just, like, a straight-up port of the game and story, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a big question for you. Uh-oh. Uh, this game was first announced at Summer Game Fest in June. Okay. Why did they have to do that and, st- and not just make this the game announcement? Why did they do know. that two weeks before Final Fantasy 16 came out? A game that is now being blamed for costing Square Enix two billion dollars? Yeah. And people are compl- freaking out, like, oh, it's not selling, it's not selling. Yeah, Why did you announce the next big thing that has all the mechanics and characters that people actually love two weeks before the new thing? Whose big idea was this? Uh-oh. I'm mad about this. Why would you do it? it
0: cannibalized your own game. That's so unfortunate. Because I think C16 was a great game and it was so much fun, but I do think that... Final Fantasy 7 is a distraction it's, to it's
1: more Final of what people- this is more the Final Fantasy that people want than 16 right. than was
0: it was a huge distraction
1: there's these reports now like oh it's Square Enix you know these producers are just sort of kings of their little fiefdoms and whatever they say goes and like I wonder was there anybody raised is there anybody who could raise this from these like God godly producers at are you square serious? Enix? to be like hey maybe don't do that maybe don't Announce your game two weeks before the other big game in the same series.
0: You can't tell them that. Like, I don't know. Have a business discussion with them about like what's. There's best definitely
1: for your game. like at Nintendo. There's definitely somebody who'd be like, you're not doing that. Yeah. You cannot do that. But right. I don't know. Like, are things so out of whack there where it's oh like, oh my gosh, god, I can't what? even voice. I can't even voice this to this person, or this person. This person is so. But then
0: you lost two billion dollars. So the
1: CEO doesn't know.
0: Can he voice it? Someone tell him. But he
1: may not. I mean, who knows? He may be so disconnected. He may not have a clue. I don't know. That's terrible. I mean, it just it it's baffling to me. I don't know why they. Ha- what have they been doing since from from June nothing. till now? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. So announce it in this, then you then you have three months for Final Fantasy 16 to do its thing. Yeah. And it's like, all right, now we're moving on to this new thing. The game right. didn't come out until February. It's a lot of time. You
0: got so. much Why time. would you do that? It's a weird announcement strategy for sure. And why
1: the two discs thing? I'm really. I seem to be the only person who's worked up over this, but why?
0: Well, I have it all digital, so who cares?
1: You have you have a limited amount of space and time to talk about the cool things of your game. I know. When two discs is the first thing that you have to say about it, that doesn't bode well. They don't really- What does sell- that even mean? What does that mean?
0: There's a lot it's, of game gonna on be, there. It's going to be It's going to be big. big? It's going to be can, big.
1: Is it, it, Elden Ring was on one disc. That's a lot of game. It got- Tears of the Kingdom. It on, feels like
0: such an antiquated on a little tic tac
1: that I stick into my Switch. Who cares? <laughs> it's not even two of those.
0: I, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, it's very, it's almost like, like, antiquated, old it abso- school. You know, the way that's that that's the whole that,
1: feeling I get from Square Enix. Like, they're, it's not twenty eleven anymore. We got to move beyond I this. Know. Oh, it's on two discs.
0: Yeah, it does. It does feel like that. Where it's like, oh, like we're so stuck in sort of the way past where this this meant like. You had a big game or you had like a game right. that's like really like, you know, um, like, I don't know. Like, it's so like futuristic and, and the graphics are so good that I, we need two discs to run it. Like, okay. That's like,
1: can you, can you not compress it to fit on one? Then you're people like you who are digital only. It's like, okay. well, I got to delete a lot of stuff, I guess, to, to make it fit. That's that's kind, of, that's kind of annoying. I delete a lot or of stuff. Or I have stuff. to, or, you know, people like, oh, I've got, you know, my my internet cap is going to nail me for this because it's so much oh, to internet to cap. download. It's like That's something that people have, so... I just—it's—it's just a pointless, useless statement.
0: It is. It is.
1: Instead of actually telling somebody what's cool about this game,
0: yeah. I guess people know. What's Cloud cool
1: returns. About. That's generic, but start with that. I don't know. Sephiroth. I don't know anything about this game, so I can't say.
0: <laughs> you guys see. We, we want to see our, more our good, Sephiroth. Our
1: good friend from from Nintendo's agency recently moved over there. He's working on this game. It's his problem now.
0: I'm ha- I'm so proud of him. Fix this. I'm so proud, like. He's truly d- deserves to work on like something else that he loves because he's so, such passionate, so passionate about games. Yeah. So I'm excited for him, but yeah, it does feel like a uphill a battle. But I mean, this game will be fine because people already love this game. People want this and yeah. want this, and they're excited about it. But yes, there are some weird, just things that we can't explain about, like the way it was announced and the stuff that they're focusing on to talk about is okay.
1: The other thing is, um, this is also a PlayStation exclusive. Yes. And I think people are starting to really needle square of like, w- what is the benefit of these exclusives? I know. Now? Especially again, when again, they have
0: no money. Those <laughs> were
1: great in 2011. Yeah. Those were a big deal. People loved exclusives back right. then. Not so much now.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, could 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 be a way to recoup some of that. I mean, money. Appara-
1: apparently the original is coming to the Switch too, so look forward to that.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Also,
1: Resident Evil Four downloadable content, great. Yes. Uh, right as I, I, recently uninstalled that game to make room for Baldur's Gate. So, oops, oh. oops.
0: <laughs> you did? <laughs> yes, or oh, I uninstalled I I resold- something else. <laughs> I did. I can't remember which, what it was, but I uninstalled that. Um, yeah, the DLC looks pretty good. Are you going to play it? You think, or? Uh,
1: probably not. I did. Okay. I did um, play with that mercenaries mode a bit. Yeah. Um, when I was winding down on the game, I, I still like that. That's fun, but uh, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm moving
0: on. You are moving on? Yeah. Okay.
1: Also, new. You seem very focused on this for I'm some reason. I'm not focused. Reason. I'm just saying Why? that
0: it's like a thing. It's like a big. I mean, for them, it's like a big thing. New colors. They have new. They have some new PlayStation Five colors. That platinum are, looking one looks these are, cool. These are
1: these are faceplates. These aren't even systems. But still, these are just faceplates.
0: Nice. No, don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the cosmetics.
1: Okay. I thought you liked having the all white everything. I do.
0: I do. I do like then why
1: it. would you get like a bright red one?
0: I don't want the red one.
1: Looked like the USA flag or something. No, it was it wasn't like a, it We got red, white, and blue now. Oh. I was like, what? Okay.
0: You <clears seem <clears <throat> unexcited. I'm, by this. I'm not excited. By okay, that. fine. Bye.
1: So that was the state of play. Finally, as we said, there was also gosh, last week was packed. Yeah,
0: we're really the big a Apple
1: years. event happened. The September, we, we shan't get past the September without an Apple event and a Nintendo a Direct. Direct.
0: And a play, apparently a state of play.
1: Apparently, yes. Tokyo Game Show's next week, by the way.
0: Oh, that's true. Tokyo um, Game
1: Show's next week. They, of course, announced the new iPhone, which, like the sheep I am, I will be buying blindly. Uh, they also talked about, they had this kind of big push, big segment about games and not, and not just like the, you know, quote, smaller mobile games. But like like huge games. These are big like console type experiences coming. So they announced Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Death Stranding, and Mm -hmm. then the new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Mirage is also going to be coming. Will you be playing the new Assassin's Creed on your iPhone?
0: Um, probably not, but it's cool. I do play games on my iPhone. I do like Apple Arcade. They have some solid You
1: games. like Pocky Jockey, I like to, be, Pocky to Jockey. be clear.
0: I do really
1: You have a one-track mind.
0: A one-horse-track
1: <laughs> mind. I do.
0: I like Pocky Jockey. Um, but, you know, Apple Arcade works very well. I did try Diablo on my phone, and I, I didn't I, I didn't mind Diablo it. Diablo Immortal. Yes.
1: You were the one and only fan of that game, I, I think. I think so.
0: I think so. Um, but I don't think I can play Assassin's Creed on my phone. What do you think? yeah i thought this
1: was interesting i mean it's like well i guess you technically these phones are so powerful you can do it but i just don't know who is doing that yeah and also like you know people are so freaked out about paying money for things on a phone like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is assassin's creed mirage going to be priced at
0: 70 70
1: on the the app store
0: I can't. <laughs> that's,
1: that. that's, that's people extreme. just laugh. They'll just laugh at that. They might do it in like chunks, or it's like pl- play the first one for free.
0: The first chapter. Yeah,
1: I get to play the first bit for free, and then once you get oh. to pass the tutorial, you get hit with the big like, hey, drop to seventy dollars. Oh now. my
0: gosh! Oof.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways that they can get sneaky with that and still have it listed as free. Get, as they say, uh-huh. just get.
0: Just get it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the market for this actually. Is. Is.
0: People in Asia do play a lot more mobile games than we do. Maybe yeah. it's for that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if, you, if
1: you're in a market where, you know, consoles are either like crazy more expensive and you already have an iPhone.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, and people are always like, oh, well, now, now Apple's finally making the big push into gaming. But it's never happened. And I don't think it. I don't think this indicates that. This did just give me some flashbacks to, again, to like 2011 when it was like, oh, consoles oh, are doomed. It. Every, that's
0: it. Yeah.
1: Everything is just going to be on your iPhone. We should just it's give all up that now. Matters.
0: Burn this place down.
1: Right. Yeah. And And obviously that didn't happen that way, but yeah. I, I did just get a little twinge mm-hmm. of,
0: Like, here we go again. a throwback to that. Someone's going to have that conversation. But
1: it seems like cooler heads are prevailing is the way people yeah. look at this. Yeah. 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 That's the news.
0: Whew. That was meaty.
1: It's good to get a good rant off your chest.
0: You really Especially haven't. when I
1: can direct it at you.
0: I don't... I'm not in control of this, but I'll listen Square to Square Enix
1: employee number one. Listen me? to me. Tell, talk <laughs> to this guy. Square Enix apologist. Listen to this.
0: I'm sorry. It's not my fault.
1: Our poor friend.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: He can fix it, right?
0: He can fix it. He can fix it all. Absolutely. Perfect. Great. One disc. Agreed. One disc!
1: One disc!
0: he would go put it on one disc just for you.
1: I've actually, I actually had to put it on three. Stupid. <laughs> First question is from Phantom Cookie. Cookie. Hi, Kitten and Krista. With Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door being announced in the Direct, a lot of people were very surprised due to how it might negatively affect the Super Mario RPG remake sales. Do you think Nintendo considered this possibility, and why do you think they decided to reveal Thousand Year Door in despite of this? Also, with also with Super Mario RPG and Thousand Year Door being two of the most narrative-focused Mario games, do you think Nintendo is rethinking their approach on stories in Mario games, perhaps because of the Mario movie? This is exactly what we were just talking about
0: mm-hmm. with the Final
1: Fantasies, and I did I did have this thought. Yeah. Which was, they had a very to-the-point trailer for Mario RPG in this direct. I expected right. a lot more for a yeah. game that's coming out. It's the big game before Black Friday.
0: And then they dropped this. And then they dropped
1: this. I was a little miffed.
0: Yeah, they dropped this. Explain that now. They also dropped this at the very end of the direct, meaning that they knew it was going to be like a super hype big news moment for people. Right. Yeah. I wonder if I'm sure that, you know, making these, doing these remakes are pretty like cost effective for Nintendo. I wonder if they're just like, put them out. Like, we're, we're not really sinking too much resources into this. Um, we have to get, you know, people continuing to stay interested and and wanting to convert them to buying a Switch, the on-the-fencers that we were talking about. Maybe this will get them in. This is, like, our last chance to talk to them before the holiday. Like, that could have been part of it. But, um. Yeah, I, I think they, they might, might might have had a discussion about this might cannibalize Super Mario RPG, but I think in spite of that, they're pretty much focused on, like, let's just get people to buy whatever they want as possible. Like, just give them all the options and let them buy, like, whatever they want.
1: Yeah, it may mean that the expectations for Mario RPG are maybe lower than we initially thought <clears throat> for them to do something like this. And And again... It is slotted in that very primo November timing, but we know Mario Wonders is the big mm-hmm. um, holiday game for them, sure. so maybe they're just like, Throw yeah. It, away. it wasn't. It wasn't like make or break kind of game for us anyway. So let's give you know some. Uh, let's indicate that there's something to look forward to, and not and not worry about yeah. the impact. But with with Mario RPG being my favorite of all these different Mario RPGs, I didn't love
0: it. A thousand, I didn't love. A thousand it. Year Door being my favorite, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Mario. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna play this game. They get Mallow. And, I will play it and hopefully love it too, and I'll love both. But yeah, I, I think that they just they, they don't have like so much stake in any of these because it's not probably not like that resource intensive for them to do it. So they're like, whatever, it's fine. We got play of these. Put it out.
1: Narratives in Mario games are they rethinking the
0: approach? We we're definitely seeing some shift in that, I think. You know, not even just with narrative-driven games, but we, we talk so much about the expressiveness of Mario um, in Mario Wonder. Um, and I, I do think that that is because of the movie. You and know? the
1: Charles Martinet shakeup, also.
0: Exactly. The Charles Martinet shake-up. The, follow um, the money. Gotta follow the
1: money. Always, always follow, follow those, the money. Follow
0: those gold Mario coins. That'll lead you to the truth. Um, but yeah, I think... You know, going and focusing on games that have strong narrative focuses, really, like, putting a big emphasis on character expressions. and Even that Princess Peach game that's coming out that's more about Peach's character, you know, more mm-hmm. focused on that because the movie was such a, a great way to, like, reintroduce her, that character. Yeah, I, I think they're 100% capitalizing yeah. as much as possible off of the billion-dollar movie, you There's know? something to that. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: Prada Jake is next. Is there any chance we get a Super Mario Wonder style added to Super Mario Maker 2? Whoa. There was that infamous blank slot next to the Super Mario 3D World style that never got filled. Also, what are your thoughts on why, on why Nintendo dropped support for Mario Maker 2 relatively early in the console life cycle?
0: Thanks. I don't think a lot of people are playing think, Super Mario Maker 2. I think Maker the world, 2.
1: including Nintendo, has moved on from Mario yeah, Maker 2. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think we're not, we're not going to be supporting that at all um and i think yeah they, they dropped support because there just wasn't that audience there anymore like we were talking about with like the 99 stuff it just all comes down to like if people are playing this then we're happy to keep you know supporting it giving it resources but if not then we're not gonna
1: they just they just messed up with that game
0: the online mess they,
1: they just messed it up yeah and that's the sad truth and it took you know what could have been an amazing game and a really long-term long life yeah game and, and made it something that just came and went in like a month which was yeah frankly a bummer to me
0: it's too it's really Huge too bad because mario maker one was so what a phenomenon what an incredible you know just way of in like interacting with a mario game that we never thought we could ever do it's just too bad that they could not follow it up with this one
1: Riven asks, what is your most ambitious fever dream for a peach transformation in Showtime?
0: <laughs> I want circus um, ringleader peach. Oh, tell me more. And she can, like, control the animals. Clown peach? No, no, no. Mind peach? No. No. <laughs> like, like, the ringleader. No. Like, with, um. Like a, with a whip? Like the greatest showman.
1: P.T. Barnum? Like, what do you mean? Yeah,
0: like P.T. Barnum.
1: That's in bad taste these days. It
0: is not. She can control the animals. She can
1: abuse animals?
0: Not She's not abusing them. <laughs> blah,
1: blah, 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 blah.
0: It'll be fun. She can get the seals to sing the little song.
1: This is not what I expected you to she say. Can
0: get like an elephant. She can get an elephant oh, Mario more elephants. to like step on oh, make it.
1: If it's an elephant Mario, then that could be funny. That could actually. be funny. She can yeah.
0: control the elephant Mario. That'd be fun. P.T. Barnum Peach. Okay. What do you want?
1: Uh, I want a Bowser transformation, and I want her to 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 turn Bowser's business back on him. Shoot him with the fire.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. No, like Bowsette.
1: No, 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 no. I thought you wanted well, that,
0: her to be like sexy. Well, I guess be, she like, she sexy. might be
1: she might become Bowsette when that happens. But wouldn't that be fun if if Peach could get a Bowser transformation? And yeah. she could do all the Bowser stuff, and she then it's like the could. final boss. It's like finally show Bowser what's up.
0: So you can put him in a tiny cage.
1: Exactly. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd
0: be fun. Yes.
1: And then they could also do like this is like not going to happen, but you could do like other kind of like Nintendo like Beyond Mario characters,
0: like, a like Zelda you do like you do, like, do
1: like a like a Link or a Zelda one or like oh, a, Star God, one or no oh, a Star Fox one or something. That would be fun.
0: Star Fox.
1: That would be fun fan service. The
0: internet is going to help. That that one day. might be
1: Beyond fan service, but. Uh, it be. It's fun doing. What if
0: she transforms into a Yoshi? That's fun too. It's like a blonde Yoshi. <gasps> blonde
1: Yoshi with a little crown. That'd
0: be cute. That's fun. These
1: that'd are fun really, ideas. That'd be cute. But the Bowser one, I really a
0: pink Yoshi with a I really would like. Hair.
1: I really am interested in that one.
0: Um, but yes, I'm glad that she has many options.
1: Yeah. Next question is from Tusco. Like Kit and Krista, the last two directs have had a heavy emphasis on Mario games, even amid credible rumors of many other games that Nintendo is stashing away. Zelda Remasters? Didn't get those. Mm-hmm. Metroid Prime? Didn't, didn't get, those. get those. Fire Emblem Remake? Didn't, didn't get, that. get that. Do you believe that creating a schedule of almost purely titles in the Mario franchise is part of the movie plus theme park plan? What do you think the reason for having all these titles so close to each other in such rapid succession is and not focusing as much on their other franchises for the time being? Thank you for your insight.
0: Yes. The answer is yes. They're going to capitalize on this moment as much as possible. In short of having Mario the movie the game, this is the best way to do it, I think.
1: Here's the thing. Mario is the franchise that can support any type of game. Right. These are not just like four like platforming Marios. It's like, yeah. you have that, you have Wonder, you have RPG, mm-hmm. you got this Peach thing, which is completely off the rails different, the yeah. Mario versus Donkey Kong, that's a puzzle game. Right. So it's like, these other franchises can't do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is no, like, Zelda puzzle game. There is no, there's no Metroid dress-up game.
0: There it, could be a Metroid it
1: dress-up It don't <laughs> exist. Yeah. Samus Peach. That could be fun. Oh, cute. Yes.
0: Um, uh,
1: so... You can't really do this with any other franchise. Right. You can't stack it up and, and not have people get fatigued because it's like, every oh, time like it's we,
0: we don't we don't don't just have like six Mario platforming games. We have six different right. kinds of games that feature Mario. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I do think that, you know, obviously Mario is Nintendo's most important character. And that's still gonna be like the number one shining star, like, for Nintendo. You know, there's these other franchises are popular, sure. Um, they're they're gonna you know, definitely, I think keep having games um, come out with these uh, within these franchises, but everything is really in service to Mario. Like that is the number one priority for them always, even without movies and theme parks. That is the number one priority for them.
1: Isabel Peach, what do you think of that?
0: Oh, okay.
1: put her in the little sweater.
0: Fall or summer,
1: whatever one you want.
0: I like the fall. Winter, it's is fall,
1: fall. So there, with there you go. a Gucci sweater. That could be fun, right?
0: Very cute. Very cute. See?
1: Uh, Oh, I do want the... uh,
0: You know in the Mario movie, she wears like the toad outfit?
1: Oh, yeah. I really
0: wanted that. That
1: would be really cool. That would
0: be cool. Yeah. Because she's like a cute little like... She's like the princess toadstool look, right? I like that. See?
1: You came right back around on my my great idea. Anyways. Brittany asks, love the podcast, you two. I wanted to ask, what advice would you give to someone starting out in the gaming PR field? What advice would you have given your past selves?
0: Um, starting out in gaming PR, I think the gaming industry is really small so I would say like the biggest piece of advice is to start to like build your own relationships with other people in gaming PR you know whether not just like media and creators but also like other PR people working at different companies. like just learn from them and start to you know, build your network um, because like I said before, the industry is so small that you're probably going to be working with these people for like a long time. So it's good to just like kind of start to build those, um, those, you know, connections and you can really learn a lot from people. There's, there's a lot of people that have a lot, a lot of longevity in the industry as well that can give you like really good advice. Um, and you can go to them, um, hopefully once you've established a relationship, if you need help with something, like, I feel like this industry is very open to that, so that is what I would say. I, I, I didn't do this early, early enough in my career, I don't think. Mm. I think I did it a little bit later in my career. Um, I wish I had done it earlier. Like last week? No. Not last <laughs> week. But, you know, Nintendo was very reliant on their PR So
1: that, so this is my point. I, I think the best place to start... If you want to get into gaming, PR is at an agency because it may be, you may say like, oh, well, I really want to work for Nintendo or I want to work for Sega or whatever company you you like the best. But I think that is the best place to get a lot of experience. You'll be working with different companies. You'll see what that's like and kind of what different companies want to accomplish and, and kind of how they operate. And you will absolutely, you know, roll up your sleeves and get right into doing the work. Yeah. Um, which is really important for later on in your career when you are hopefully managing people and helping them to do their work. You will know what that was like. Yeah. And exactly. if, you're, if you're at a company that works with an agency, you will understand what that dynamic is like a little bit better, and you will have mm-hmm. some sympathy for those poor souls
0: those poor, who you poor are
1: working souls. within an inch of, your, of their lives. They
0: are. They are. They are. <laughs> and they don't get any credit. Yeah. They don't get any credit, and it's really... And the reliance on the agency at Nintendo, like once I left... Um, I I, I always knew that it was a heavy reliance, but once I left, I was like, oh man, what is Nintendo ever going to do without, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like that is such like a critical part of how they work. So yeah, if you can get experience doing the agency side, I think that's a huge advantage. advantage. Um, if you can't, I would say like, try to not rely too much on the agency and try to like hone your own skills because before you know it you you won't have the chance to do that anymore
1: yeah I was at the agency for probably the first two and a half years of my career and and when I got to that point I was really ready to go like I knew like my true calling is not being in an agency but that was super valuable experience that I still draw upon uh, to this day yeah Yeah. last question is from I think this is Wisconsin girl 50 I think that's what the W I means hopefully that's what it means if not let me know With social media in a state of flux, how will Nintendo evaluate if or when to join some of the newer platforms like Threads or Blue Sky? With Nintendo already on Instagram, I thought maybe Threads would happen, but so far, nothing. I would love to hear your thoughts and what the process is for making that decision. Is it a ton of work to manage posting, same or similar content on multiple platforms? Thanks. Well, the Threads... uh, The Threads stock is really tanked it really lately. Tanked, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, Although it's not a big lift to post there. Right. So. I think
1: people thought like, okay, it's launching a little bare bones, but it's like, hey, it's Facebook. It's a huge company. They will pretty quickly add these features that people yeah. want. And they're
0: a company that does social media. And it, like it can be
1: and it can have the same features as Twitter and then we'll all feel good about bailing on Twitter because yeah. there will be this basically recreation of that. And, and that, that has never not happened. happened. Uh bafflingly.
0: How can they not have these basic features? I don't
1: know. These seem basic to me, but they are Why? not they are not there. Threads has honestly not changed much since it came out like two months ago. A yeah. three, I don't know and how I long it People been.
0: have really fallen off.
1: Yeah, so but but I think people bought into the promise of, oh yes, this is gonna be great in like a yes. month. And they finally just recently added like a, a desktop version. I which, know. Which sucks. It's horrible. It's awful and all these other features that people want and they said they're working on they're not there so there's there's really no reason to go onto threads because the other thing is like the people who are on threads are are also just on twitter so if you're posting on twitter Twitter, you're you're gonna get it yeah it's not like you're like oh now we're reaching this other audience like it like if nintendo went to tiktok which they'll never do oh well that that's a that's a completely different like the tiktok audience is very, very different, different than Twitter from the Twitter audience. Yeah. So there's actually you could make a case of like, yes, we need to invest this time and resources to make this new mm-hmm. content and grow this channel.
0: Right. Can't
1: cannot, you cannot do, that. do that with Threads. You cannot. And you know all the people who say they're they're bailing out on Twitter, they're still there.
0: They're totally still there. People <laughs> are so addicted to Twitter. That's the thing. No people
1: way. need to be honest that they are addicted to it.
0: Yeah, you can't. And try. I bet you can't.
1: Like, <laughs> There's you know the the replacement of the week that will get a little bit of heat yeah. and a week later it's it back just to nothing. Out. So th- yes. those things like I don't see them ever really seeing a need yeah. to get into yeah. unless something gets really 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 wild with Twitter like even beyond what was already happened which is right. pretty wild. Yeah. But yeah, those other platforms that are out there like use TikTok as an example, it's a whole different type of content that they frankly don't have expertise doing that I don't think, um, you know, the people who are you know going to have to sign off on it are necessarily comfortable with. Right. And I think that is a huge uh, uh, obstacle for them to try to overcome. And obviously they haven't, and then maybe they won't.
0: Yeah, exactly. When we were still at Nintendo, they were, we were starting to evaluate TikTok as a potential platform. Because you're right, there's a lot of benefit Um to, you know, joining TikTok because you are reaching a new audience. You have this potential for the content that you put there to like go viral basically and, and reach a whole new group of people that may never have been exposed to Nintendo stuff before. But it requires such a specific type of content that Nintendo is just not comfortable making. Like they can never make the type of videos that would do well on TikTok because they're so buttoned up um, that I don't think they're ever going to get on that platform. So
1: In their defense... There are not a lot of gaming companies even now that are doing great. Oh on TikTok. yeah,
0: you you can't
1: like Sony and and Xbox are on there.
0: You know who does good on TikTok is Pokemon.
1: They do pretty good.
0: Pokemon does yeah, really well. It's a lot of a lot of TikTok. costume
1: character. Dances yeah, but that that
0: is what works yeah, for them, and yeah. they have so many of more like lifestyle things, mm-hmm. like the the cafes and the stuff that they do in Japan. That that content works. Well, really Well, you think well Nintendo
1: for them. could recreate that? But no,
0: they don't want to. They're too scared of like messing it up just a little bit it's 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 hard for them yeah yeah
1: follow us on tiktok we're on tiktok we're on tiktok we're not afraid we're not afraid No, not at all we're doing the dumbest stuff imaginable on there (laughs) the dumber the better that's our motto
0: yes it's fun
1: (laughs) that is the questions each and every question we get is from our patreon subscribers so thanks to our patreon subscribers for sending these
0: questions yeah great questions of course as usual all right, should we shout out our beautiful superstars? Let's do it. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem.
1: Eigenverse.
0: Kiss My Fluffjack. Mike Chin. Roy Eschke. Switching it up. Oh. Safazon. VGM Life. Link, the hero wins.
1: Angela Bycroft and her pig molly.
0: Turbocharge Nerd.
1: Thomas O'Rourke.
0: Kyle LaBeouf.
1: Christopher Lara. Simon. Frederick Ulf Conradson.
0: Andrew Yuha's Chili. Bruce Cash.
1: And Rain Tech. Yay. Now with the One Up Club, I'm gonna suggest
0: that you go that first. I
1: go first I so that agree. you can get the joy of doing some of these very fun names.
0: I am so excited. Let's do it.
1: All right, here we go. A Ron Burgundy.
0: Ali Alejandro.
1: Alexandra Pratt.
0: Astro Dev.
1: Bad Moon Horizon. Benji B. Bookum Dano.
0: Bookish Leaf Fab.
1: Brad SF56.
0: Brook Obscura.
1: Brookie Kazooie.
0: Chili Squirrel. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Crim Cat. Sea Roper 17. Doxin. Doinko.
1: Dolce. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Fart Priest 69. Furbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox
0: Deploy. Garrett Hullfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Heroic. Iris Marin. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry Hernandez. Oh, oh nice one. No, wait. Jerry 92602. Jesse Hernandez. They're not all Hernandez's. <laughs> uh, John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerley. Joshua Clements.
1: Jujifruit.
0: Just Camtro.
1: Justin Leminger.
0: Kawa two seven nine six.
1: Keith Kwan.
0: Kevin Delane.
1: Kilo Kibo. Chris Yu. Christopia. Party with me.
0: Kyle Gamer. Barry Rookie.
1: Kyle Kretzer.
0: Kyler Nelson. Lynelle Stickman. Lit. Luminous. Luca Rooney. Mad Dog five nine eight one. Magnificent. Magnificent. E Z G plus Callie Marie. markyman
1: Man64.
0: mechadragon Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Motomania.
1: Mr. Andy Pong.
0: Mr. Beans and Dip.
1: MSM PokeGamer.
0: My, Tr- My Tran. Nasir. Uh, Nathan Burkhart. Nick E. Ninja11.
1: Panda Buns. Pangy! Palsy
0: Pace. Paul Gill Network. Pilimer. Prime Factor.
1: Prince Charmless.
0: Cypher 8. That's not who's next? Oh. Where are you? Oh, Raver. I went down a line.
1: Renee Rivers.
0: Ryoth One.
1: Rob Osborne. Rox. Rianetta. Cypher A. Sharif Jackson. Shinryu. Slowbro.
0: Silly Ferret.
1: SJ Sharky Triple Seven. Snozzle. Spicy Munchkin.
0: Steel Satrunk.
1: Sunny Gaduri. Tales of Link. Terra Storm.
0: The Shark. i a Moment.
1: Thomas Alvarez.
0: Three Rivers.
1: Topher Schmofer. Travis Torline. Tugs Puppy Bear.
0: Tusk Oob.
1: Tyler Goosey TM. Fizz Video Game Stupid, Viridian, Virtual Bot,
0: Weed Kingdom,
1: WG Grizzy,
0: Wicked Davey, Will Johnson, Zoodiverf,
1: Zelgarov,
0: Zapatty, and Zroid.
1: Wow. We're never switching that again. But Doinko. Too many mishaps.
0: I like. I skipped down a line somehow. That was weird. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is our last in person podcast for a while.
1: I mean, it's not that long.
0: Are you going to miss me? Um, no? Okay.
1: We'll see it in a week. All right.
0: All right. That's fair. Uh, don't forget to support us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash Kit and Krista.
1: If you are watching on video, you can go ahead and subscribe to this channel. Give this video a thumbs up and leave us a comment. And if you are listening on audio, you can also subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and also a written review, please.
0: And the socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Unfortunately, still threads, but Uh whatever. We'll see how it goes. Uh All right. That's an episode, everyone. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.